It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show We got Vicky's where we're gonna talk some smack Should I buy this game? We don't buy that But special guest games and these two Plenty of stuff for me and you Collectors Podcast Hey, hey. Hey, you going, Will? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Pigsy? Yeah, I'm really good this morning. Episode number 40. We've made the big 4 0. Yeah, well, shit. Yeah. Well, congratulations to us. Is that what is the 40th anniversary? Is that like paper? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's diamonds. Yes, this is our diamond show. We're going to go with diamonds. <laughs> so, what do you think? For- we've got 12 more shows already lined up. So, the um, plenty of podcasts coming soon, guys. So, it's awesome. <laughs> a lot of people we, we may have to go to a back to a two weeks to a week schedule <laughs> just to get through them all <laughs> i was thinking right. that when we started to get into the two months and then it's like three month wait <laughs> starting to get popular it's awesome i i i i, I wanted to i've been wanting to invite this guy on for a while and uh, i was waiting until you know got closer and closer to when you know we had an open slot but that that slot never came so i was like yeah hey would you like to come on the show he's like yeah sure all right, you got to you got to wait three months. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> so, who have we got on tonight? Well, uh, tonight we have Daryl, uh, well, a resident Daryl, uh, Daryl of the uh, Loot Brothers podcast. Uh, I met this guy. Uh, it was uh, in in the uh, comments on one of the uh, posts on PS Two Ain't Dead, and uh, we just started chit chatting, and uh, I started listening to his show, and uh, I guess he started listening to ours, and uh, here we are. I'm I'm, ex- I'm stoked to have this guy. I'm always happy to have an American on. That's why. That's why I'm wearing my uh, tie tonight, because uh, we have an American guest. No more, no more of those filthy foreigners on the show. I'm kidding. I love you all. <laughs> oh, please welcome Daryl to the show, guys. Good day, Daryl. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm glad to represent America in a very strong and passionate way. Yeah, America. Let's go. Oh man. So. Uh, if, we, Darryl, if need be, if need be, I'm not gonna pull it out yet because I'm not trying to get your video flagged. But if I need to pull it out, bang bang, <laughs> I got it. Right <laughs> oh man, this. <laughs> uh, too- uh, I, I brought the beer. He brought the uh, yeah, the monster firearms. So we are set. Very nice. Very nice. So, so uh, Daryl, tell tell us about yourself. Where where you hail from? Uh, what what you do? What, what's going on? Tell us your collection. The, the whole nine. Heck yeah, man! All right. So uh, I am resident Daryl. I am a podcaster, uh, f- newly YouTuber wannabe, um, trying my hand at it. Uh, I come from a music background. I've been listening to your show now for several weeks, and uh, like you said, I found you in a group. 
I've been hopping these groups back and forth, just trying to find a group of like like collectors, gamers that aren't total douchebags. And uh, <laughs> as I said before, I still haven't found that yet, but I did meet you guys. So I guess I'm getting closer or farther away. I guess it really depends on how you look at things. But I do a gaming podcast each week. We It's a general gaming show. We don't really do news. Uh, we don't really do like, oh, you got to play the most recent game, but we're not exclusively retro. So we find ourselves in that sweet spot to where no one wants to listen to us. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but, I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, you guys, um, one thing I I got from uh, listening to your podcast, it's you guys, you guys are players. Uh, and um, when we were talking back and forth, you said uh, it was nice to find someone who's a collector. So uh, on, on your podcast, are the other guys, because uh, you got a whole menagerie of people on there, mm-hmm. are the other guys mostly players or uh, they collectors too? Or is just you? It ranges. It ranges. So as for me, I'm a player and a collector. Uh, I probably spend more time collecting now than I do playing. Um, a lot of that is me in the wild, just constantly looking for stuff. Um, so I've got like a, basically a bench of podcast hosts that I pull from. Think of it like a baseball team, right? So I've got a handful of people so that I'm never exhausting my efforts on the same crew over and over and over. But I also don't ever get stuck by myself, which ha- happens, you know. Uh, but I've got some PC gamers, some Nintendo gamers. I've got PlayStation gamers. Uh, I was telling Will beforehand, Figsy, the number one trophy hunter in Australia was my co-host for at least a year, year and a half. Oh, uh, uh, yeah? That's awesome. Yeah, his name's CJ, but his gamer tag is the affectatious donk. You know the mm-hmm. guy? I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of the name. I mean, you guys are both from Australia. You have to know each other. Yeah, I mean, I, you guys all know each other, right? <laughs> Let me just check. Hey! Does anyone name the dog? <laughs> the dog. Yeah, he lives down the road. Yeah, exactly. I figured as much. Yeah, but so yeah, he's the number one trophy hunter in um, Australia, and he's he was my co-host. He comes on now. We kind of keep him reserved for about once every six months, and he'll come on, and we'll just do a game episode where it's like I played this, 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 and this, and he'll pull things out of the annals of the PlayStation catalog that you just didn't even know. Was it anal or anal? You, you said anal. <laughs> it's anal. I've mentioned this on a previous <laughs> podcast, but like there's collectors, there's gamers, but trophy hunters are their own mm. hardcore. Like mm-hmm. you're not playing a game, you're playing a hundred games in a hundred mm-hmm. days, completely yep. going through the whole thing. You're not playing it normally, you're playing it on the mode that gets you through the game as mm-hmm. fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Like these people are a different breed and they play, they have to play the spam and all the shovelware that comes to the network first. Then they can play the games they like because they have their spots on the leaderboards. And it took them so many years to get there that if they slack off a little bit, they'll get passed and it's awful. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky Andre is a admin, a couple of the ain't dead groups. He wants to start a trophy hunting ain't dead group. I was like, yeah, go ahead. So if they sit down and play a 500 hour platinum, you're buffering a little bit. There's, 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 there's there's a kangaroo jumping on the roof. (laughs) It's the spiders. I've got bad internet, so I'm not know what's going to happen. It's the spiders, man. They're over there just chomping away at it. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, yeah. What you were saying, like, yeah, they don't get to do the 500 hour games because they have to play the bite size stuff to keep popping those trophies and, and uh, CJ, he's a beast. This guy, he knocks out big games as well as the small games. But he's he's a blast. He's super funny. 
but so I have a, a nice warm mix. I would be the biggest collector of the bunch. Uh, as a matter of fact, now a lot of my people have gone not so much mainly digital, but PC. And you can't really collect for PC unless you just want to, you know, print out pictures of your tax returns. You know? <laughs> <laughs> PC, My PC yeah. hasn't got a disk drive. Like, what are you yeah. going to buy yeah. for it? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old school big box PC collecting. I mean, that's a thing. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I guess I can appreciate it. Uh, but no, I mean, every, in, anymore nowadays, there's, there's, there's no box of discs. There's no big, yeah. uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's just the way things go. It is what I, it is. And I still sell a lot of PC games on my eBay store. You know, I know Figsy, you do some eBay. Like I'll go out there in a while, I'll pick them up. And but I mean, they just they don't really go for much either. So it's just very much kind of like I don't know. It's PC nerds. They're they're a breed of their own, you know. But as for me, I I'm not like a good collector either. Like I'm the worst type of collector. I'm the type that go go 300 deep on a run. And then jump to the next system and do 300 deep again and then do 300 deep and then sell a run. And then I don't commit to anything. And then everything I get that resells for $60 or more, I'll have it for a little while. And then, well, I, I can flip that fast for, you know, I picked up haunting ground on PS2 the other day. Oh, I picked it for $10. What? Kid Damn. you not, ten freaking dollars. I bought three games for thirty bucks. It was he wanted ten bucks each, but he wouldn't split them. So yeah, whatever. Resident Evil Code Veronica on PS2, um, Need for Speed Most Wanted on PS2, and then Haunting Ground. And I had to drive an hour and a half one way to get it. This dude was an old musician. He was in this little. I mean, he was just living his best life. Sixty years old, rocking around, playing some jazz, blues, whatever. And wouldn't ship them to me because he didn't want you know, to have to pay taxes on what he sells. Yeah, you because know, that $30 is going to break him. <laughs> he was one of those guys. Sure enough, this thing was in pristine condition. I'm like, this is one of my grail items. This is awesome. I paid 10 bucks for a grail item. I probably had it a couple months. I was like, you know what? This will sell for $300. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> did you take pictures of it before you let oh, it yeah, go? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay, I did. good. That's yeah, really Figsy, yeah, that's what Figsy busts my balls because I, <laughs> I I have a I have a collecting habit and uh, I'll bring up games into the collection. I'll own them for a minute. I'll take lots of pictures of them, share them, and then I release them back into the wild. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm well, I'm 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 pretty guilty of that one. So let me ask you, where'd you find this guy? What uh, Facebook Marketplace was it? Offer up Craigslist? It was Marketplace. I manage a handful of groups on Marketplace. And, um, I am in the real estate business. I'm not an agent. I'm a loan officer. So what I try to do is I try to take captive these Facebook marketplace groups and admin them, eventually own them. And then oh. I approve the people that are allowed into them. That is genius. Yeah. Well, you know, it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. But the thing is, this <laughs> is like, I don't want other loan officers fishing in my hole. So what I yeah. do is. I turn on post approval and this is a random for sale group in the upstate of South Carolina. And I was kind of sifting through on the can one day, just like approving posts, approving posts. It was like, boom, haunting ground. I'm like, no freaking way. Yeah, no do, way. Not, do not approve that. Post. Did not approve it. I messaged him directly. We corresponded back and forth. I said, look, dude, that's an hour and a half one way. I'll pay you double what you're asking to ship it to me. He said, nope, not going to do it. Don't want to pay taxes on it. I was like, fine. I'll be there 8 o'clock in the morning. My daughter and I grab our cameras because we just started filming 
our hunts for YouTube and stuff. I don't even think I had a video yet. I don't think I had made well, my first video yet. And what so, if one? <laughs> oh, dude. Well, it was. It didn't make it on the first video because it was so insanely sketchy. I didn't have the camera out because I pulled up into the epitome of a ridiculously sketchy looking trailer park. I'll send you guys a picture. I'll send you a picture. It's way deep in my phone, but I'll, I'll send you a picture. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to get shot. Now, this is my, this is my bag. Okay. This is what I have on me at all times. Careful. You're I, scaring the Europeans. In hey, the audience. Hey, I know you guys don't know anything like, about these. I've never seen one of them before. This is my freedom bag. So, Either way, I have that strapped on me, the GoPro in the front, nine in the back. So if anything ever happens, if I ever have to, you know, <laughs> go full blown American oh, yeah. on a transaction. And uh <laughs> American, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so so I, I, I go up to this thing. I'm like, dude, this might be the day. This is the this is the sketchy deal that's gonna make me flash my piece. This is finally gonna happen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> come to find out, his trailer was mobile home was in the back a little bit it was a lot cleaner about a dozen or two dozen chickens out in the front i go knock on the door and he's standing there in his underwear dude all his 60 year old glory oh, he yeah, slides the games out and i give him the money he said thanks man check out my band and i freaking <laughs> hit the road he hands you a mixtape and sends you on your way he's hey man you ever going down to the bucky's bar you check me out all right i'll get you hooked up it was it was awesome dude i was shaking i took a picture of it i posted my my loop bros facebook group i'm like guys you'll never freaking believe this and at the time we were doing a horror game challenge for october this is what kind of got me to start filming my videos or filming my hunts this is kind of where it really started this past october my co-host and I, we were like, hey, how do we grow our YouTube presence? Because right now, all we do, we rip the audio for the Loot Bros podcast. We put it on YouTube with a static graphic. It is what it is. 167 subscribers, and it just doesn't really grow. You get What's one the channel two, name, Daryl? Uh, the Loot Bros podcast. I'll link it below, guys. So be sure to get subscribed. Uh, but at the time, we were talking, like, how do we boost up, you know what I'm saying, the viewership on that stuff? Because... Without you know how YouTube is, if your face isn't on it, and I don't like my I don't like being on camera personally. I don't mind talking into a microphone all day long, but I'm like you know people. I, we we got to do something. We got we got to uh, spruce it up. So, well, like, hey, what if we do these challenges back and forth? Like you, he is he's in Missouri. He's all the way across the country for me. So like, you go into your local community, you hunt for games and film it. I'll do mine over here, and then we'll do challenges back and forth. So we said in the month of October. Whoever finds the most valuable horror game under a $20 budget. That was our deal. And this yeah. fell into my lap. I was like, oh, I I've, I've, I've only found this game <laughs> once before and I found it for a hundred dollars and I didn't want to pay a hundred dollars for a game. And I was like, I'm just not doing it. That was a long time ago. A hundred dollars for a game. Isn't so ridiculous anymore, but I was like, man, I just, this, it was crazy. So, once that happened, I was like, well, I have, so I do have a video of me explaining like in my horror recap or whatever for October, I do have a video where I show it off and I'm like, Hey, this happened, but I didn't have the camera on me at the time. Now I strap a GoPro to my bag and everywhere I go, it's like, I'm filming all the time. So that's a, that's a fucking fantastic story. Uh, the guy, the guy had underwear on only. Just, well, he had a shirt on and, and, and tidy whities So you can imagine, I'd say <laughs> six foot two, 65, 
know what I'm saying? Probably, I don't know, about 270. I mean, he's a large American. And rocking his tidy whities with freaking haunting ground for ten bucks. Oh shit! It's, oh, it's, some, sometimes the the pickups are worth it. Um, I did a pickup with a guy, and all he was wearing was an open robe. He was a little thinner, uh, but the uh, the games were good. In fact, Figsy, I sent you the remember that picture I sent you with all the freaking the, the PS2 games with all the sick with Suikoden games in it. Yeah, that 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 was the pantless pickup. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's fucking great. I mean, I'll I'll take I'll take a side gaze at some old man dong for a fucking great day. <laughs> look, man, I'm trying to give you what you want. You gotta give me what I want. I just want you to look at my meat for a minute. Just, just a minute. <laughs> hey, Abdel, uh, have you had any um, bad experiences now that you're filming? Yes. So every now and again, so I so every, my channel, my so real quick, just kind of the Loop Bros podcast is my gaming podcast. The filming of the videos is resident Daryl. What I decided to do after this experience, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to kind of do my own thing with it. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't, it won't like bog down the podcast on the channel. I didn't know if that was a good way to do it or a bad way to do it, but now I'm 120 ish subscribers deep. And I'm like, well, I'm committed now. I'm just going to leave it alone. But that being said, when I'm out filming, I get, some days you get people that are just like, oh my gosh, you're a YouTuber. I'm like, yeah, I'm a freaking YouTuber. Oh, hundred subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't say that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a little bit here and there. And they're like, oh my gosh. Then they just give you better deals. Every now and again, you'll get somebody who'll see the camera and they'll go, oh man, that, that was the old price. Like that Dave Chappelle skit. It's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember that one, but this is like, uh, it's like 20 bucks, 40. I mean, yeah, the sign says 20. <laughs> that was the old price and they shows the gun or whatever. It's like, that's, I get that every now and again though. And I just told this story on another podcast recently, but the worst experience I've had so far is I negotiated a PlayStation three deal. This wasn't too long ago. This was right before Christmas, I believe, right? Maybe the week of Christmas. It was supposed to be 49 games and they wanted $250. Okay. The only game of value in the stack resale wise was X-Men Origins Wolverine sells for about 50 bucks. Okay. I already own the game. So I'm like, well, if I can get a good enough deal, I'll take Wolverine, flip that immediately. Now we're down to 200. I'll sift out what I need trade or sell the rest. Um, but 200, even then wasn't, it wasn't enough to, to do it, you know? So then I was like, Hey, you know, look, I'm looking at everything you have. It's not super valuable. Yada, yada. We negotiate down to $150. And I would come get 49 games. Now, $150 for 49 games, one of which is going to get me 50 back. I'm down. I get there. Okay. And this is another trailer park story because I pull up in it. <laughs> it's, it's a trailer park. I'm not, I'm, I, oh man, I wasn't filming because I was with my family. We we're going to a family get together. This was a complete off camera. Just, I'm going to make it happen in the midst of traveling, you know? And I go over there. Dude, man comes out with, an armload of games. Both of his daughters and his wife all come out. Armloads of games. I was like, cool, this is great. And he's like, yeah, man. So I, I, we're kind of you know going back and forth, whatever. The dude has like two teeth. He only, it just, and he's like, hey, man, all our dudes play games. You know, I don't mess around that internet, though. Don't let my daughters play on the internet. All this stuff. I mean, just like the epitome of a Southern gentleman, you know. So <laughs> and 
I'm like looking and I start kind of going through everything and I'm checking some of the discs, you know, just making sure I was like, Hey, um, I only see 36 games. And he just yells at his wife. Like she's an animal. You know what I'm saying? Like what many games did you tell him they were going to blah, blah, blah. And she goes, babe, you told me 49. I listed 49. Well, GD mother Evan, I sold some yesterday. He sold all the games I wanted. And oh. the day before. And I was like, is there a console yeah. too? No, no, no. This was just games. Just um, games. And and I'm thankful, and you'll know why in just a second. So they had this weird argument in front of me. And I was like, ah, I'm not, I'm not about I'm not about any of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just let's just call it good. So I was like, you know what? Tell you what, I'll give you uh, let me pick out five games, I'll give you 20 bucks. Make it, I, it that way I got something for coming out here. You got something. Now, in the stack was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 on Xbox One, which I was like, that wasn't in the listing, but I'll take it. And Shaq Fu on PS4. Also not in the listing, but I'll take it. And now Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 on PS4 resells for a fair amount, you know, 30, 40 bucks, whatever. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 on Xbox One, $10. So I was like, I, I didn't realize that because I didn't look it up at the time. I was like, oh, I know Tony Hawk 5 is, I got a friend, a podcast host who's like, be on the lookout for it. I'll get it. So I get it. I, I sift through about three or four games. Checking the disc, everything. They'd keep dropping stuff. Like even I was kind of dropping some some games. You know, you got them stacked up to here. You, know? I dropped a few. The the daughters dropped a few. They're arguing. I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. I checked three of the five games I got. So I get in the vehicle. I tell my wife, I'm like, this was awful. I got to get out of here. I get all the way to the in laws. They go inside. I go to the back where my in my van. I was like, I got to check the other two discs. Happy Feet was one of them, or Happy Feet two. I don't own that one. I open it up. Guess what's not in there? Yeah, no, it was empty. No, no disc. I was like, crap, that sucks. I open up Tony Hawk. Not only is it disgusting, it is uh, so dirty. A Blu-ray too, like. But there's not one but two roaches in the it dead roaches <laughs> in the case. All of the the black dotted nasty the filth oh yeah oh man was roach feces it was disgusting i was like i can't believe thank god i wasn't trying to get a console out of them because i would have brought a friggin load of bugs into my home well it's probably a good thing you didn't get all of the games for 150 bucks because you're bringing all those roaches oh man it was awful dude so what i did was i was outside of my in-laws house i took the disc out we keep Clorox wipes in our van. Yeah. I freaking scrubbed it down both sides. Put that disc in the Happy Feet case because guess what's not there? Happy Feet. And then I take the ca- the case. I pull the sleeve out. I try to clean the art, you know, the sleeve or whatever. Take the case, throw it in the trash. Throw it in the outside trash can. I was like, I'm not. I'm not even bringing this in my house. So it was disgusting. That is quite a tale, man. I'll be right back, gentlemen. You, you know, um, you, you 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 keep talking about hunting in the wild, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I've, I've gotten into it with a lot of people about what is considered the wild. Uh, to me, you know, finding shit on the internet not the wild. Nope. Uh, but to me, the wild is when two people face to face exchanging cash for games. That's 100%. the wild. Yep. Um, do you? Do you consider like I don't know? Um, you consider GameStop the wild? I mean, because there is that you have to go there and you make the transaction. Sure. To me, what I'm referencing in the wild is mm-hmm. 
yard sales, garage yes. sales, yes. rummage sales, flea markets, thrift stores. I mean, GameStop, local game stores. Sure, I've got a place that I like to go that's not far from me. Um, it's an overstock liquidation business, but they also have what they call overstock collectibles, which they allow you to trade in your video games. And they've got a small section where they sell video games. They do the majority of their stuff on the internet. They sell them on eBay. Yeah. But they'll allow you to trade in, and you can trade in for credit that you can use in the store. So if you want to buy a new grill, guess what? Trade in your Wii, your Wii U, go buy a grill. <laughs> if you want to buy a couch, a chair, a new mirror, if you want to go next door to their bin store, I don't know if you, you guys have ever been to like a bin store where they fill these I've giant. Seen the videos on oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've seen I've seen them on YouTube. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they have one of those as well, and I'm getting pretty chummy with the owner. And so what I'll do is I'll go, I'll take him all my consoles now and he'll give me a very fair trade in, even a very fair cash amount for it where I make a little bit. He makes a little bit, all my trade ins, all my games. And that's where I purchase a lot of my stuff. So now if I am going to go in the wild to an actual store, it's going to be there, which isn't your traditional game store anyways. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yard sales, flea markets, I'll do Facebook marketplace meetups occasionally. Those are kind of hit or miss every now and again, I'll order off of marketplace and I've had a, I've had decent enough luck off that. I picked up um, a PS three with uh, uh, 13 games, I think for like $75. One of those games was uh, NCAA football 2013. There you go. 14, 14. Yeah. 14 turn around and sold it for, it was loose. It was just in a, a plastic case. Turn around and sold it for a hundred bucks. There nice. you go. Pay for the whole thing. So, hey, can yeah. I ask you guys about the marketplace? So, at the moment, um, and I've been talking to some local friends about this, we haven't been finding anything on the marketplace for months. And we've put it down to um, there's been a recent influx of scams. If you mm -hmm. post something on the marketplace, you get 10, 15 PMs of people saying, Hey, oh, I'll pick this up, but I'll send my cousin to pick it up tomorrow and yep. pay. Text this number. Yep. So people have, I've noticed they just stopped selling stuff on the marketplace. Have you guys noticed something similar over there? I I pretty much stopped hunting on Facebook marketplace. Uh, I, I, I don't look at it anymore. I, I stick to offer up. I check Craigslist every now and again. And uh, it, it's sad, but I, I'm hunting on the, not hunting. I'm, uh, I'm shopping on the internet. I'm shopping on the internet for a lot more games. Yeah. Don't laugh. Don't scoff. I, I, uh, the wild has become dead. I got a, I got a, I got a deal set up from a gal I met on uh, Offer Up. I, I did a deal with her before. I'm probably not going to go through with it. I'll, I'll tell you guys about that later. But uh, no, Facebook Marketplace. It is. It used to be at the top of my uh, of my hunt list. You know, this used to be my my favorite happy hunting ground. But it's just it's dropped down. It's uh, I don't fuck around. And uh, I think the scam is. Uh, I'm going to text you a number or I'm going to text mm -hmm. something to you and uh, it's going to give you a number, send that number back to me. Yeah. And I guess that gives you them access to your, uh, no, to your Google. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I do. I would say the majority of my hunting right now, it's the flea market, um, yard sales and thrift stores, then Facebook marketplace and I don't necessarily consider the game store I like to go to hunting as much as they catch a lot of stuff. If I text them and say, Hey, I need this. They actually have a system in there now where you can go and put yourself on a wish list and say, Hey, I need a copy of WWE 2000 or SmackDown versus Raw 2007. First copy comes in when well, you call me and they will. 
That's but nice. I'm getting chummy with the owner and the guy that runs the game section. So tonight I was like, Hey, I don't, I, I thought I had a PlayStation three. eye toy. I don't have one. I like the eye camera or whatever. I was like, do you have one? He goes, yeah, I think we got four or five of them in that file cabinet in the back. He's like, we don't really do anything with them. I was like, well, you set one aside for me. I need to pick it up. Nice. So I've got, I've got a really good in on stuff like that. You know, and they do cut me very fair prices, but my, like I, I went out three or four days this week alone hunting games and majority of it's flea markets and yard sales. I can't hold it anymore. I gotta go pee. <laughs> hey, I was going to say, Daryl, that um, sounds like they're really good guys at that shop. Um, they, they could definitely take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. I've known in the past where I've told local stores or people things I'm after, and then suddenly they're selling them for more than what they sell normal games for because they know that, you know, Figs, he wants, wants this for his collection. He'll buy it. Yeah. So um, I cool noticed those certain stops, and I won't tell them what I'm after and things like that. Yeah. Now, so I'll show one off now. Actually, um, so actually two games. Uh, this one right here, um, One Piece Pirate Warriors Three. On the Vita. Okay. On the Vita. Yeah, I'm a. Hu- I say I'm a huge Vita collector. I love the Vita. It is my favorite console in in history that the longer it exists, the more I love it. And this is one. So it was like, you know, they got it in and before they even processed it, they're like, they sent me a picture like, Hey, you want this? I was like, absolutely. What are you asking for it? And they, I mean, I paid what the eBay comps are on it for it. You know, like this one in particular, because Vita is doesn't, it's, it's scarce. There's not a ton of Vita coming through. They're very much like, I mean, you know, maybe I get a couple dollars off here and there, but for the most part, it was like, you know, I'll pay whatever the thing is, but they called it for me and they held it for me. I was like, cool. And the cool thing is I trade in so much stuff there that I buy in the wild or buy in bulk. I I have credit there usually. And, you know, when I start stacking my deals, they, that's when they really cut me, which I'll show some stuff later when Will gets back, you know, just a prime example. While I was there, I got this, you know, the Japanese version of Minecraft. I already own it. I own the physical version that has just the code or the, the U.S. version that has just the code. And I have this this version already. But that while I was there, the yeah, this one, yeah, the Japanese version has the, uh, is, has the, uh, yeah, the PAL card. version's got the cut too. I didn't realize the American didn't. Yep. The American one is just a code in a box. So it went out while I was there, they were asking like 20 bucks for this or 15 or 20 bucks, whatever it was. They gave me $5 off on it. So I paid eBay price for this. I got five extra dollars off of that one. Yeah. So they're good people. They really are. And the whole, the whole business got started off the back of trading and buying video games. And the owner is a collector. And there's just certain guys that he has kind of taken a liking to in the community. And for whatever reason, he chose me. And he was the one that encouraged me when I was telling him some of my stories to start filming them and making the YouTube videos. He's like, dude, if you film it, I'll watch it. I was like, well, I got one, so I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Sounds like they look after you too. And like $5 isn't much of a discount, you know, but to you, you're getting that little win. It gives you that like, you know, mm-hmm. positive story. You're going to tell people, well, I had a good experience at this shop. That's right. You know, they might get a couple of sales off giving one customer a discount. Oh, yeah. Where if they said no, you might have walked out and not bought anything. No, nah, dude, I've, I've brought tons of people in there. I physically brought people in there, and then I've had people in our Facebook group that are local to me 
you know, go into the store and they're like, Hey, I'm looking for this. And the owner's like, Oh, I got it. Boom. They go in to pick it up. And it's been, cause I, you know, he's in our group too. And it's just, it's, it's a good thing. I'm very, very thankful and very aware that not everybody gets a good store around them that doesn't take advantage of them. And right now, you know, they're extremely good to me. So I try to go by there once a week and whatever resale money I make, I try to drop some with them. You know, yep. if it's not every week, it's every other week, but I'm in there once a week, even if I'm just saying, Hey, so yeah. And then that way you're checking out the new stock that's coming mm-hmm. in. And that's right. That's right. Yeah, and I'm the same. Yeah. You got to, man, you got it. You got, you scratch their back. They'll scratch yours. They'll take care of you. So what's that? I, I, I just looked at it. I didn't, I didn't touch anyone. I promise. Now you uh, totally missed it. We were, we were completely naked earlier. Now, yeah, that's over. So you missed out. Oh, oh that's for the Patreon. I was showing, I was showing Figsy just a couple of the Vita games I just recently picked up and uh, just telling him about my local game store and how they look out for me. Let me know when stuff comes in. Vita is impossible to find in the wild. It is. I, it is. And when you find it, you got to jump on it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I've never, do you, do you play Vita? Do you, do you own one? Darryl? Every day. I own seven. I own um, seven Vitas. This is why you can't find Vitas in the wild. <laughs> so I own two Vita TVs. I recently sold one. I own seven Vitas. I own two of the fat white OLED ones. I own two of the fat black OLED ones. I own two of the black slim ones. And then I have one of the black and blue Japanese import. Um, do, you, do you just rotate them out and keep them, keep, keep them on the charger and just keep Rotate so I keep one beside my bed mm-hmm. and um, I, I keep uh, the OLED one with the, one of the grips. I keep it beside my bed. I'm playing one piece power warriors right now at night, laying down with the wife, you know, like I'll kind of wind down. I'm the type of person that like, if I don't get near a bed, I'll never go to sleep. But if I lay down lights out. So yeah. typically when I get in bed, it's like, I'll play for a few minutes and I'm done. Um, I own like, a hundred ish different Vita games physically, not a ton. Again, all the valuable stuff I'll get in, I'll turn on sell. Um, but then I own 500, 600 digital Vita games, maybe more. How big is the uh, the, the physical uh, library on the Vita? You know, I don't know. Including limited run or not? See, no. I, I don't know how big it is, um, not counting the limited run stuff. Uh, or the power library is 220 ish, so that should give you a good idea because there's no I, limited run games in the power region. So I feel like the the physical American version was somewhere around the 300 range. Um, but right now I have 109. I'm looking at my game eye right now. I have 109 physical carts for the Vita, and it says there's. I mean, it says there's a thousand. 294 but i don't i don't know if that's correct or not it would be because there's so many in japan japan had like well over 500 releases you're then looking at three or 400 limited run games so the numbers should really add up so but and see again that's like me that's what i was saying earlier i'm not the type of collector that can ever commit to completing a a a run because like i owned all the danganronpa games and then as soon as they went up in price, I sold them and then bought like eight more Lego games, you know? And so it's like, I just, I, I like the Vita a lot. I've got a ton of platinums and I've beaten a ton of Vita games, but I was telling one of you guys earlier, I didn't even remember Vita is probably my favorite system in, in just ever. Um, 
just I love it. I've been I've been I take one with me everywhere I go. So this one, the the bang bang bag, this goes in the front. Yeah, bang bang uh, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Action in the front, checks it in the back. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah wait, till you get, wait till you get a hairy situation. You pull out a veto. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, hey, something's going down. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> what you do is you. They're like, oh, wait a minute, that's the veto. That's a like, veto. I haven't seen one of the other. And then it's like, bap, bap, you're done. <laughs> I collect for the veto too. Oh, I'm not gonna rob you anymore. <laughs> There, you say you say you're all over the place of collecting. Um, what, what, what console or what game consoles? Are, I mean, is it is it all? Is, are you ninety percent PlayStation, ten percent Nintendo? No. Probably ninety nine percent PlayStation. So I've got. Um, I'm working on my PlayStation three stuff now. I keep moving my phone from different sides of my desk. So I've got. Let's see, Vita. I told you I got hundred nine of those. PSP. I've got seventy four PSP games probably that many more movies because it's easier to find the movies in the wild than it is to find the actual games. Uh, PS five. I've got about a dozen, maybe two dozen actual PS five games. PS four. I'm about 350 give or take. This isn't count my eBay stuff. Like I have like a, a, I got a dozen or two dozen of various games. that are doubles or triples that I'll sell on eBay and stuff like that. Uh, PS three. I'm sitting at about 221. PS2, I got less than 40. I just sold about 300-ish PS2 games. Um, PS1, I'm look, I'm still about 22. I got a little bit of Dreamcast. I got about 30 Nintendo Switch games. All of the Resident Evils across the various systems. So wow. if if Resident Evil's on a console, with the exception of the Game Boy Advance, Gaiden, or Gaiden, however you want to say it, my house burnt down years ago. My copy was in there. I've never replaced it. It is. It is. And it's terrible. It's one of the worst games ever made. That's um, probably why it's terrible because it's got Resident Evil on the box. Right. So you have to have it and it didn't <laughs> yeah, sell well. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I've thought about buying the little repros for like you know, 12, 15 bucks off of eBay and uh, AliExpress and Alibaba and stuff. But I don't know. I've got some. 3ds some xbox some 360 i mean i've got you know 50 of this 50 of that whatever but um for the most part playstation is my home and i, I it's something about the three or four hundred range when i get in there i tend to unload like since june i've sold around a thousand video games and three or so hundred was xbox three or so hundred was playstation 2 and i've maybe only sold you know 30 really valuable games but then again, I don't tend to keep the valuable stuff. I get it in. I'm like, oh, look, I got it. It's gone. So yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with I, that at all. Did you? Did yeah, you? Even, did you play Hunting Ground by chance? I didn't, and I'm. A, that's that makes me a terrible uh, Resident Evil slash survival horror fan because. Oh man, I've got beside me. I've got one of the old fat PS2s with the the modem on the back and the hard drive inside, and I've got the uh, soft mod boot disc or whatever. McBoot. Yeah, and so I put Hunting Ground on it before I sold it because the thing was, what I did was I put it on there, I downloaded it to the console, and then I put the put it up. And so when I sold it, I was like, it's okay, I've got it on my modded PS2, no big deal. I'll just go play it on there. Fired it up one day, didn't work. And I was like, oh god, <laughs> that's what I get. <laughs> it happens. So much better to be playing those games on emulators and stuff because you're not putting in like a two hundred dollar disc 
that mm. you know you can potentially damage and yep. it's gonna run better and you're gonna play it in 60 frames and mm -hmm. sad but that's the better way to play retro games these days yeah, it is and it's like i've got the um that little hdi hdmi converter off the back of my playstation and it looks like crap i've got a 50 50 or 55 inch 4k above me i've got two so i got a little command center right i've got my three monitors for work and you know editing and stuff and then i've got two 55s mounted on the wall above me and um but if you can see behind me i got theater chairs so like in my office my you know when i shut it down for the day my wife will go sit in one and she'll watch tv and then i'll play a game on the other and that's kind of how we hang out and you know wind down in the evenings and so i've got the ps2 hooked up right above me but the the resolution's so bad on everything it's just kind of like uh, i don't even want to play it on that it's so crap i, I bought the same like the hdmi converter but your ps2 looks so much better on a crt tv yeah dude you gotta get yourself an old tube tv i mean they're they used to be used to be people put them on the curbs and you know yep. come by pick it up but uh that's getting thin now mm -hmm. people are aware what they've got hey gentlemen what? on this show we like to run a couple of segments now so we're 40 minutes in i want to get into the first one so the first one we do is a little quiz so it is time to play figsy's quiz let's hear the music <laughs> fuck you man <laughs> now today's quiz once again has been prepared by pavel so big thank you to pavel for going away preparing this quiz uh, he's gone out of his way to do not just general questions, but we've got photos, we've got music clips. Uh, so this should be heaps of fun. Uh, the questions are random. Um, however, who would like to go first? We'll let Will go first. Oh, no. All right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All righty. Um, sorry. I just need to find them. All right. So, Will, what game is this limited edition PS4 console from? Oh, that's um, it's a walking simulator. It's a Deo Kojima game. God damn it, uh, Death Stranding. Yep, that is correct. Oh, all right. <laughs> there was a bit of a giveaway though. I want to call shenanigans on that one because it said the name of the game on the controller. I see that. Let me yeah. see that. Let me pull it up again. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I don't know if Will's seen it though. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the um the controller. Yeah, the that. that that uh, that color is called vomit yellow. That's gross. I, I don't care. For All right, game. so Will takes one point. Daryl, for your first question, what limited edition PS4 console is this game from? Oh, that is God of War. That is correct. One point each. I'll just bring up the God of War console for you guys. Yeah, that was a jacked up picture, man. What the hell? Well, they. they <laughs> It looks like you went in there and modified it so you couldn't. So it was, yeah, uh, you couldn't read it. I see. Mine that. was harder than yours, arguably. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't even read Death Stranding on the hey. damn thing. I didn't even see that. <laughs> Point and a half. I'm just saying. Well, we're, it's, All right, it's, we're going into round two, guys. All right, we're sitting at one point apiece. All right, well, <laughs> necessary. <too. laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Your question, and this is a good one for you. So this is about a meme. So what famous game company is this meme about? Oh, that's uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is a piece of shit. That is correct. That famous <laughs> meme is Ubisoft. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> that's funny, dude. <laughs> All right, Daryl, this one's for you. All right. Which famous video game company is this meme about? 
Uh, Konami. Oh, that that's is correct. <laughs> that's the Konami code. I've never <laughs> seen that meme. That's a fucking. That's awesome. I'll Let's just see. bring this one up for you guys. <laughs> Konami that's code. the Konami code. All right, so we are at the end of round two. We are sitting at two points of Will, two points of Daryl. Moving on, to this round is going to be the, the easiest quiz. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a matter of who chokes first. That's right. <laughs> all right, uh, Will. Yeah, I'm going to show you a poster for a video game. It's a very minimalist poster. You got to tell me what video game it's from. All right. Oh, jeez. That's a poster? Yep. And this is a PlayStation game? Yep. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's not really boobies. Uh, battle chess. Incorrect. I'll hand this one over to Daryl for half a point, Daryl. Uh, poop slinger. That uh, isn't uh, correct. What? The correct answer was Tomb Raider. <laughs> I was wrong. I totally threw yeah, the game. Those are you. you threw me off. I was like, those, those aren't movies? I thought I was the top of a chest. They were movies. They were movies. They got him. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. yeah they got to be isometric movies. My kids and I had this conversation today about polygons and, and video games. I was, and I told them about Tomb Raider having triangle. Was, there's a whole thing that got us here, but I was like, yeah, she got triangle boobies. So it still existed. <laughs> All right, Daryl, I'm going to show you a minimalist image from a video game. You've got to tell me which game it's from. Ah, oh, damn it. Mm. That looks... Uh, Minecraft, I don't know. Incorrect. Good answer, though. Will, I'll hand this one over to you for half a point. It's Sims. Oh, you're right. Dang. I... That is correct. <laughs> Dang. I was like, man, I, I recognize that. Goes above the yeah, I, I, you would have definitely mm-hmm. recognized it, but it's it's the Sims. So I'm um, going into round three. Daryl sitting on two points. Will is taking a lead on two and a half. Points. Oh my god! Oh, man. All right, Will. Yeah, what's up? Which video game is this image from? Now this is a zoomed in image of the front cover. I know this. It's Mega Man. I'll- that is correct. I was going to say the game series I'll take as an answer. Uh, so it was Mega Man on the NES. Jesus, that's so fucking ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Came a long way. Oh, man. Mega Man. All right, Daryl. Um, I'm going to show you a video game that has been... This is a fan demake of a popular PS4 video game. Now, what PS4 game is this? Bloodborne. Oh, that man, is that's... correct. You nailed that one. <laughs> I, I was thinking that was going to be hard, but but if you if you knew it, you knew. I'll just show yeah. the um the fan remake. So fans that... have gone and remade Bloodborne for PSX, which is PS1 in Japan. That was my next question. I never. It's fucking rad. Where can I get that? Uh, I believe it's available to download. Uh, don't confirm me on that one. Um, so moving into round four, guys, we have Daryl on f- three points, Will on three and a half points. Close. So I've only got one question left. It is a tiebreaker. However, it is for one point. So if Daryl gets this, he will win. Now I'm going to play a soundtrack for a game. First person to name the game gets it correct. If you name the incorrect game, you are locked out. 
it's Tetris. Correct. Well, takes the quiz. Got oh me. my god, I only got one wrong. This is you only got it wrong because I messed you up too, so it's not even your fault. <laughs> this is I would have gotten it right anyway. Thank uh, thanks again to Pavel for providing the questions for the quiz. This oh, has good. been heaps of fun, and I will get you guys to go on YouTube, type in Tetris soundtrack house remake, and it is awesome. <laughs> you don't you don't understand. My father, um, he was he was a Tetris fanatic, and uh, he'd go. Uh, there's a bowling alley down the street from where I grew up uh, in Panama. There's a bowling alley on the street, and uh, he'd always he's, he's a big bowling fanatic as well. But he would kick ass at Tetris, and I was just I would just sit there and I'd watch him. I'd watch him in fascination. The guy was the guy had the, the guy my my dad had the touch, and uh, God, God rest his soul. He's fucking he's a great man. He's a great big Tetris fan, and he loved that game, and he's really good at it. And uh, yeah, my pops. Yeah. Anyway, nice. I love how you knew it instantly, too. You didn't even yeah. give Daryl time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Did familiar, you know? but I, that just, he, he got me, beat me to the punch. Well, that was arcade. Uh, Tetris arcade. Uh, do you, uh, I don't know how old or young you are, uh, Daryl, but uh, what was your first console? Where'd you cut your teeth on video games? Was it arcades? Was it uh, the NES? Was it pre -NES? Yeah, it was. Uh, we had an Atari. I'd say the first game I ever played was probably Pong. I'll be 38 in 10 days. Um, but we had NES in the house. My dad used to work a ton. When he'd come home from work, he would bring home NES games. He would get out in the wild, and he'd go, Hey, son, you want to play NARC or Double Dribble? And we would play until all hours of the night. And then uh, went from NES into... For one Christmas, my dad bought my brother this SNES, and he bought me the Sega Genesis. And so I was the Sega kid in the house. So we played Sonic, but we would play, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, and Donkey Kong, all that stuff over there. So we had access to everything. And then the next birthday, he got the N64. I got the PlayStation 1. And that really cemented oh, yeah. my future because, you know, Resident Evil came out. I got Resident Evil. Um, actually, Resident Evil 2 came out. And the week it came out, a friend of mine had it. So we played that all night. And I was like, Dad, the greatest game I've ever experienced in my entire life just came out. We got to get it. So he owned a video store at the time. And this guy used to come over every Saturday in his little white van, which sounded really sketch. Uh, <laughs> and he would, his name was uh, Ahmed. And he would open up the door and he would sell my dad VHS tapes, um, DVDs when they first started coming out. Uh, and video games and anything he bought for the video store, I got to play until I didn't want it anymore. And then I could put it on the shelf and be rented out. And so we got PlayStation, I mean, excuse me, we got Resident Evil one because he didn't have Resident Evil two yet. So when Resident Evil came out, that changed everything for me. I went from just being a casual play with what I had, you know, to like, Holy crap. This is, this is it to this day. Resident Evil two still my all time favorite game. You know, that's uh, awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Did you would have been expecting this game you've already played, and then he's given you one that you haven't actually played before. How fun! Oh, would dude, that be? and it was just that's all I could do. I was I can't believe this exists. This is insane to me, and I just went down the rabbit hole. Then Silent Hill came out. Then Resident Evil Three. And I just it's, that's it. Still doing that. Twenty yeah. years later, we got Resident Daryl. <laughs> right, yeah, I got I got uh, multiple children. As uh, sounds like you do as well, Daryl. And mm -hmm. uh, they say you know. You know, we don't we know we don't have our favorites we just love them in different ways now it sounds like your dad you're definitely your dad's favorite <laughs> Sega. 
You got the Sega, then you got the PlayStation. The other right. kid got, your brother got stuck with Nintendo. Uh, yeah, little nerd. <laughs> that's uh, I've seen he got the, the Rubik's Cube. Cube. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you could play outside, son. <laughs> the holes out there. That's right. So, oh, Jesus, man. Nah, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's, that's I've always been a PlayStation guy. That's always, I mean, I've owned everything and I still continue to own everything, but um you know playstation is that's my that real resident evil cemented me and my fandom from this point from that point on for the rest of my life it's i'm a playstation guy and uh, survival horror is my favorite genre of gaming i mean I, my gamer tags resident daryl my twitch my youtube everything's resident daryl and i just have that's always kind of been my my thing and every time a new horror game comes out or a new survival horror game i'm just that's me. I'm on it. Even if I don't play them when they launch, I at least buy them. And that's like, I don't really sell horror games very often. So that's kind of the exception to my rule. Unless it's like haunting ground and super expensive. Then I'll let you know, which, uh, what's, uh, what, what's in your console now? What are you playing now? What are you, what's your, uh, game of choice right now? So I already said I'm playing, uh, one piece power warriors. I'm not an anime person, but like the game is a Muso, like a dynasty warriors style game. Super fun to play all the filler bull crap in the middle. I could do away with, but the actual combat and the actual smacking bad guys around like hundred, 200 at a time, freaking loving it. Uh, is so that's what I keep beside my bed. Uh, in my PS five right now, I'm actually playing super stardust portable. I don't know oh, if no, you yeah they added trophy support so the game launched last year and they didn't launch it with trophies so i i played it like, oh, cool you know i'm a big trophy hunter fan <laughs> that's kind of my that's where i get kind of twisted you know it's like i love gaming i love playstation i love playstation trophies like i just <laughs> that's it's, it's an addiction it's a problem yes and so I'll have to, again, that's why I didn't play Haunting Ground. Because, like, sure, I want to play this. Sure, I've never owned this. Sure, this checks all the boxes for a Resident Daryl game. But it doesn't have trophies. Superstar is portable does have trophies. So which one trumps the other? Superstar is portable. <laughs> I, I got something interesting to add on that. This is probably a future quiz question. But sure. Superstar Dust on the PS3 was actually the first ever game to have trophies. That's right. That's right. Yep. And then they have Superstar Stardust ultra hd or whatever is on the vita and the ps4 i believe maybe it's either way there's there's a version on there as well um but yeah dude i i as soon as they they patched in trophy support i went and popped the platinum for the ps4 i'm working on the ps5 version now or vice no. versa i don't remember um but i'm playing that and then on my ps3 so in my little workstation i have two i have three monitors like i said earlier but one of them if i'm working on a contract or I'm working on like an editing project that I need the third monitor. That's what I use it for. If not, my PS3 is hooked up to it. So I, right here, I, I've got um, South Park Stick of Truth is what I'm playing oh, right now. I've never played it before. And on the Loot Bros podcast, we have our Patreon and our, our highest tier is called Pledged is Pledged. That's actually a reference from a comic book. But Basically, our listeners can go on there and pledge at the highest tier, and then they can pick the game they want whatever podcast host to play. And you have one year to play it, then you have to review it. And so our uh, our community has been pretty good about keeping me busy. A lot of times it's troll games. It's like, oh, I want you to play this pervy Zombie. anime game. 
Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't like anime. Right. And, and I try my hardest to be a good Christian boy. So what's the first thing they're going to pledge me? A big titty anime game. Well, thanks guys. That, dude, I love, I love me a big titty anime game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got hit back to back. I got hit with Sin Rakagura uh, festival. Festival uh, uh, versus. Festival versus on the Vita platinumed it it was an excellent game minus all the jiggle physics but then that because the idea right the idea was like oh we're gonna get him we're gonna break him and i'm like objectively this is an excellent game all the fan service you can do away with it and you still at its core if you reskinned estival versus with tmnt well, if that was a freaking Ninja Turtle game, that'd be one of the highest selling Ninja Turtle games ever made because the combat was freaking awesome. Oh, you, you, you're preaching to the you're preaching to the choir as far as gameplay is concerned, but no, man, I don't want to see no green well, teenage I, boy. You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. All right, hey, green. I wonder, game. like, a few of these games might be reskins. Have you ever played something and noticed it was a reskin? Oh, 100. Yeah, so all many those PS3 games I've played, I'm yeah. like. This is just a reskin of blah blah blah, yeah, but it's yeah. got you know movie characters in it. That's Adventure right. time, perfect example. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They're all the beat 'em ups, all the side scroll beat 'em ups are all the same thing. <laughs> and so, so I played that one, and then I immediately got hit with Peach Beach Splash. They're like, "Oh, yeah. we didn't break him with the one; we'll break him with this one." <laughs> I'm like, "Good lord!" But I've been pledged to play some pretty good stuff, and then now I'm getting hit with another one that's kind of like, "Oh." Little good Christian boy, huh? Here's South Park Stick of Truth. I'm like, <laughs> but to be fair, it's an interesting enough game. Um, it's funny, like it's vulgar as all get out, but it's really funny. And so that'll be one of my upcoming Patreon reviews. So I've been kind of bouncing between those um, as far as what I'm actually playing right now. Someone in the PS4 group recently pointed out that game. They said uh, last time they checked, it was an $8 game and they went to go find it because their niece wanted to play it and they end up plunking down 25 22 bucks for it so for south park south park stick of truth on ps4 so keep an eye uh, yeah. boys and girls uh, uh alert it's going up in price yeah it is well if I, you want to pick that one up to play it if you pick up the sequel it includes a download code for mm -hmm. the first one so that's yeah. the best way to do it and it's been really cheap recently so uh, I actually own it on PS4 and I started it on PS4, but this is not a game I can play in front of my wife and kids. Okay. So that's not happening. And so I was like, okay, well I got it on my PS4 in my bedroom. So I was like, well, here's how, what I'll do. I'll play this at night. She'll go to sleep. I'll play a little bit of South park and then I'll go to bed. But reality, like I said earlier, as soon as my head hits the pillow lights are out. Yeah. So, so then I was like, okay, I'll put it on my PS five. And then during my breaks throughout the day at work, I'll try it. Or maybe my lunch break, I'll try and play a little bit here and there. Since it's turn-based, it's not like I have to super involved. Right. And I made a couple hours into the game, but I noticed I was just not able to play it. It just, it's, it's just the whole setup wasn't working. Work schedule wasn't working. And a lot of my free time has been spent hunting down video games and making these stupid videos. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sacrificing something. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I just bought this, this console lot with a couple games and, and a PS3. I got stick of truth on there. I was like, I'll put it on PS3. So I started it over for a third time. That's what I'm getting at. And I've played the first two hours of the game three times now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's funny though. You can keep yeah. doing it. Um, but it's one of those games that like it's, Graphics don't matter for that game. So right. it doesn't matter if you're playing it on PS4 or PS3. That's right. That's Where right. if it was LA Noir, for example, you have to play that on PS4 because it looks like shit on PS3. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, the, 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 the South Park game reminds me a lot of um, the game uh, Costume Quest. I don't know if you ever played this, but yes. I've, been, I've been playing yeah. it a lot lately. But yeah, you know, it's a, a little a little kid. Um, it's a dumbed down RPG, and you know mm-hmm. it's fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we, we I love South Park and all the characters, and it's, it's just a good time. It's just a, I'm surprised that they went that way. And uh, but yeah, uh, and it, but it, it's a hit in my book. The uh, I remember playing the old South Park games on PS1 and stuff like that, and the Nintendo 64. So I, I mean, I grew up with South Park. That hit right about. I was that like, I don't know, preteenish when South Park first came out. So like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. The anal probe, you know, <laughs> suckle my salty balls, and the chocolate salty balls. You know, I had that I little. little yeah, <laughs> little kid. yeah, yeah. I had the um the 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 CD. You know um the soundtrack they released when South Park first came out and you had chef singing the, you know, all the different songs or whatever. And then Kyle's mom. Yeah. So I, you know, I've, I've, I'm very several years removed from South Park, but you know, they still hit me to the core with that, you know, juvenile humor that I love. As a matter of fact, actually someone had actually wrote in uh, on my show recently about, um, God, what was it? It was, uh, the Hannifer Lopez, Taco flavor kisses from my bin. Carpenter's <laughs> jerking. <laughs> jerking off. Fucking yeah. Just, just, oh my God. This is awful. <laughs> taco, taco. Uh, you listen to some old South Park and Family Guy episodes and you're like, how did this make TV? <laughs> they, they keep going this. So they're doing, they, they've pushed past the cancelable culture side of things. It's like yeah. when you sign a $900 million or whatever deal they signed to bring another season out, it's like, they're they're too far gone. We'll we'll try to we'll try and censor everybody else, but these guys, that man, there's no yeah. Well, like a new show doing the exact same content wouldn't even make episode one. These right, days. no, no. Before the pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna excuse me. I gotta go to the bathroom again. I I recently started drinking again today. Uh, so I'll be right back. <laughs> that's all right. Well, before you do another segment, Figzy, I got a few things I want to show off. If that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, are you gonna do a collection segment? next or um we can we can show your stuff i haven't picked anything up recently so okay so so will had hit me up i guess before we get into homework and things like that he was like hey man if you got any pickups or anything you want to show off bring them and i'm like oh well i'm always in the business of buying games and picking up stuff instead of showing off old stuff i was like i'll just go pick up some new stuff you know so (laughs) we're talking we were talking earlier about my favorite game store overstock collectibles so I go over there and I'm like, hey, I got like $121 worth of credit, you know, left from my last transaction or whatever. I was like, hey, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna buy some games. I'm feeling it. We had some meetings at work that were less than fun. I was like, you know what? I need to go buy some video games, make myself feel better. Yeah. And uh, I go in and I like looking around and nothing's really changed. And they got this this wall that's five games for 20 bucks. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pick up all the the filler games, not the sports games. I'm not ready to go that far yet. But if it's on that five for 20 shelf and I have I don't own it yet, I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna pick every one of them up. So four dollars for a complete in box game. You can't really go wrong. You you can't, you can't. But see, I'm a dollar or two dollar kind of guy from the flea market and the yard mm-hmm. sales. So it four dollars sometimes I'll look at it and go, I'll pass today. I'll catch you it next time. Up. I get that. Yeah, it's a terrible way to be because next time it might be thirty bucks. You know, you. Yeah. But so, 
that's going to give Will some time to get back. I'll start off with, um, I don't even know where I want to start now. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I picked up, uh, matter of fact, I picked up a couple games last night as a matter. Of, so I picked up this one, Falling Skies on PS3. No, it's that, that when I first found that, I was surprised because I'd never actually seen it before. It's so, really cheap, but I think it's a pretty uncommon game. That's what I was. Someone in the group was saying it was fairly uncommon. Uh, my, my case is a little janked up, but I've got so many cases in my eBay room. I'm going to swap this one out. But I just recently watched the show for the first time, and it's actually not bad. I didn't even know this existed. And part of my collecting is I don't, I try not to look up and see what all's out there. You know, I try to like just go and find things in the wild. And it's like, cause I know I'm never going to do a complete set. So why even tell myself ahead of time what games to be looking for? It's just kind of like, Oh, I've never heard of falling skies. I bought it and I'm excited to have it. You know, it's a little keeping the surprise on there. Um, next up, I picked this up last night. Tales from the nice. borderlands. Now this one, I got it for $7. And I was looking on eBay and it's starting to creep up a little bit. And this reselling for, I saw some comps for, you know, 15 to $20. So, well, see, the thing about that is that's North American exclusive. So, someone like me, I paid $40 to import that. And there's plenty of power collectors who would be exactly the same. Yeah. I see. I didn't, I didn't realize. I was like, man, seven bucks. I was like, I don't know. And then I started looking it up. I was like, oh, they're reselling for 15 to 20. Seven's fine. <laughs> that would be more expensive than the PS4 version. Yeah. Well, see, I own them all digital because when those games came out, I played them and platinumed all of them. So I've already played and platinumed the PS3 version. I've played and platinumed the PS4 versions. All the Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead versions, all that stuff. Some of that stuff, I even went and did it on the Xbox, too. All the Batman, all that stuff. The only one I enjoyed was Back to the Future, if I'm being honest. I didn't like that one because it was more of a... um, to find the hidden image or you know it's it it had a little more of the old school uh point and click adventure yeah see, i i like that that's what i enjoyed like the old yeah. siberia or Monkey yeah type right so for me what i would do is i would like let's say i'm doing laundry i would set up shop you know and i'd start the game and i play a little bit oh we're in the heavy dialogue section where i'm just going to be picking choices every now and again let me fold a little bit of laundry Pick a choice, full of laundry. Oh crap! Quick, 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 quick! Oh dang! I just died. Let me start over. Yeah, you know, I would do another task while you know playing the game or whatever, and I quite enjoyed my time with them. Tales from the Borderlands, especially, really fun game. Really fun. I've heard game. good things about it. I just I didn't get into Borderlands, so I don't like Borderlands either. So, but this is good. And do you like Power Rangers at all? Yeah, yeah. I loved so, it when I was a kid. So, for nothing else, the humor and then the ending. Play the game. If you have access to it, play it. It's fun. it's worth your time. I, I that I can promise. I've, I've um, got it on multiple systems. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. Pick one. So, I picked this up um, at the at my uh, game my Oversight Collectible Store. Uh, this one I just didn't have. I've got a lot of the Need for Speeds. I think I have the regular version, but I didn't have the limited version. Um, and I've never been crazy about variants. Usually, I'll keep like variants of like Resident Evil games or things that I'm really into. But that is something that I started to pay more attention to since I've been listening to y'all's podcasts is the variants. And I'm like, you made a comment on a show the other day. It's like really hate looking at my shelf and it's like a whole section of just one game and all the different variants. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I didn't, it was one of those things that clicked. I'm like, I'm a comic book collector. Why don't I collect the variant covers? So pff, boom, 10 bucks. I'll take it. 
So that's probably one of the weaker Need for Speed games, that one. There's some played... really good ones released around that time, and then they come out with like that one where the, the run was absolutely amazing. It was done either the year before or after. Hmm. And came well, out like you had Underground, and then they come out with a yeah, weak yeah. like, police chasing game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never played it, and I didn't know. I mean, I owned the original version, whatever, you know. This is one I stayed away from on PlayStation oh, because yeah. just it's like, is it even even playable anymore? I don't know. But I got it for I don't three think bucks. It is anymore. I thought they shut it no, down. I'm pretty sure PS I think it's still all running on PS3. They're not getting all the new uh campaigns and whatnot, but yeah, right. you can still play it. Yeah. So I don't even know. I owned it on PS4, but I didn't own it on PS3, and I was like looking around like, oh, three bucks, and I'll take it. And are then we, uh, I, are we going over the um Recent pickups, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then I picked this one up too, Sorcery. I love the cover you guys got. We got a generic cover over here. Really, really. So this one's pretty cool. Again, this one takes the move ones and the eye and all that stuff, which is why I reached out to my local store. I'm like, hey, you guys got one of those cameras? I can't find mine. But yeah, I definitely uh, picked this one up. I think I got it for four dollars as well. So that's pretty. Always- is Go this uh, are, are these uh, are these games? You say you picked them up at a local shop? Yeah, yeah. These are some that I actually picked up last night. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is terrible. The blue border is crap. <laughs> yeah, that's really awful. That's all awful. our move games have this blue border around it, so you can tell the move games. And if you oh, have really? them all together, they actually look pretty good. So okay, well, I guess that's pretty cool. So I it's picked up like the VR. How they done that? Heck yeah, heck yeah. So at my local GameStop, or game shop, not stop, uh, that I was telling you guys about. So th- once I started buying stuff, I'm going to show you the stuff that I, I'm excited about here in a minute. But once I grabbed those, then I was like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then the more I started adding, it was like the price was decreasing substantially. Because these were going to cost me five bucks each. Ooh. And before I was done, they were like, a buck each, maybe, oh, maybe shit. not even quite a dollar each. So That's I picked, way. I got uh Tony Hawk um, Underground 2 remix. This one resells for like $18 loose. So I've already picked this up in a deal recently. So I've got two copies loose now. Um, mock racing, uh, as I say, air, what is it called? Is uh, I can't even see a modified air combat heroes or something like that. Um, never even heard of it, but. I picked up my third copy of God of War Chains of Olympus. I picked, as a matter of fact, actually my most recent video on, on my pickups on my Resident Daryl channel. I open it up with me finding in one of those Goodwill bins. I, I find the case for um, Chains of Olympus and I open it. But whenever I open it, I kick my intro in. So it's like three, two, one, and it drops the song. <laughs> but I never go back and address the fact that I picked this PSP game up and you never find out if I got the game or not. <laughs> spoilers i didn't find the game it was empty someone threw the case in there but my copy yeah. was in a sleeve so i was like you know what i'll just throw it in there now i've got multiple copies me, there you go but um and then i picked up pimp my ride oh man <laughs> yeah that's that was part of my young adulthood that show was. <laughs> and then i got a bunch of uh, uh so i got um spider-man 2 i got uh jackass the movie and i got family guy collection just a couple i've been buying all the films i in the shows i don't know why i just grab them i like the way they look is there anything on at the top of your hunt list or anything you're looking for anything you got like alert set up for like on ebay or uh uh, or anything 
No, like, because what happens is the things that I want that I don't have are pretty valuable. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm just not going to pay reseller price for it. I am the opposite of what I, the, the people that buy from me, I'm the opposite of that. Like I resell on eBay and stuff. And the customer that I am is the one that I don't want. <laughs> Cause it's like, <laughs> I don't want to pay the reseller price. I don't mind you paying me the reseller price, which is a terrible double standard. But for me, I know I can find it eventually in the wild. Haunting ground is a prime example. I will find everything I want eventually. Um, the Punisher on PS2 found it in the wild. The Punisher on Xbox One found it in the wild. Literally just had a conversation with somebody the other day trying to sell it to me for like 40 bucks. I'm like, ah, I got it for a dollar almost like two weeks later. So for me, I, I don't do the eBay watch list that I don't set the alerts and stuff because the alerts right here, I will find you eventually. And if there's something I really want, I'll just look that much harder. So is there something at the top of my list right now? Um, the Danganronpa, the three Danganronpa games, the trilogy, on, uh, the trilogy, the ones I sold. Cause I own the trilogy. I have the pal version on PS4 that has the trilogy all on one disc. Yeah. And I have the Japanese versions of the trilogy on the Vita, but they're not worth anything. You know, the ones that I sold are the ones that are valuable. So for me now, like a, a box copy of the third game, I think is a hundred dollars down the road at my, one of my local game shops, you know, so there, most of them are going for 80 bucks. So it's like those I want and I will find them one day. And even the limited run stuff, albeit I'm not a huge fan of them as a company. I mean, I've had their owners on my podcast before. Um, the limited run stuff I've been finding in the wild sprinkled here and there. So I want that stuff too, but I don't want it bad enough to sit on eBay and, and find it. I'll get it the way I like to get things. And to me, that's the most rewarding finding it in the wild is the fun. That's half the fun for me. The other half is yes. Planning. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, game collecting the hunting and finding, you know, finding something in the wild, you know, buying it off a little old lady in a trailer park, Who's packing fucking heat and behind her back? That's right. That's right. It's America. a fucking. It's it's the rush, dude. It's the fucking thing about it. Thank you, Daryl. It's, it's like the euphoria you get from getting yeah, that yes. good deal and walking out like yeah. I've just stolen this for a dollar, dude. <laughs> I bought um sealed copy of Resident Evil Deadly Silence on the Game Boy, or the Game Boy DS. No, yeah, Nintendo DS. I don't know why I call it Game Boy. Game Boy DS. Yeah, dude, that thing's going for like two hundred fifty dollars. I got it for 10 bucks at a flea market sealed. I got um, Parasite Eve, the greatest hits version sealed at a flea market for $20. I sold it for $330. That's the shit right there. And that it keeps me going. Keeps yeah. me freaking. I'm like, I got to do it again. I got to I need my, I need my fix. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Daryl, um, it used to, the pickings used to be good out here, but they fucking they they've worn thin. I don't know. I've uh, I share this town with a lot of sharks. I don't know if you guys know uh, uh, Kyle Desart Desjardin. He's a uh, he's a lot of groups. Always got massive pickups. Fucking people are always you know kissing his ass on these in, in his Facebook posts because the guy gets shit. The guy gets good shit. I don't know where he gets it from. Uh, he's got hookups. He, you know he's got connections. He talks to people, and he you know he's got great great pickups but um like i said the sharks there's just sharks in the water and you know um, for someone them. who's 
someone who's not uh you know act not all day 24 7 you know refreshing um refreshing you know feeds and whatnot you're gonna miss out on the shit and uh, you are i'll I'll take i'll take what i can when i can get it and uh but it used to be great you know four years ago but it's there's so many resources in my area now dude like like when i go to the goodwill bins and i go to the thrift stores i see the same faces everywhere i'm I'm getting on a first name basis with them now yeah, I've only been able to hunt as much as I'm hunting now in the past six months because I don't work in a warehouse anymore. I work from home yeah. and I'm in the mortgage industry. I'm sure you've heard the rates have been really high and the, 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 the business has dried up. 30% of loan officers didn't renew their license this year. They just got out altogether. So according to the NMLS. So it's like, for me, I've had a lot more downtime than I've ever had as an adult. So I started focusing on reselling because that's what makes me happy. I loans are hard. That business is freaking cutthroat. It's difficult. And everyone hates you at the end of the day because you're the one controlling the money and you're not in control of whether it works or not. Like I'm literally the middleman. So the real estate agents hate me. Title companies hate me. The borrowers hate me, but like, you know what, if you would just do right, I I could do good by you. (laughs) I literally leave my office to go buy video games to kind of like decompress. And that's, you know, but there's so many sharks. Like there's a guy on YouTube, Harry Tornado, 300. I'm a fan. Yeah. 355,000 subscribers. He's in my backyard. He's in the town next to me. And I run into him all the time. You know, like that's actually um, the type of person who this point I'm going to bring up in the reselling community. It's especially today. It's well known that video games, are what you pick up to resell. If you mm-hmm. see video games, there's profit in them. Mm-hmm. And that's your average grandma selling stuff on eBay. Like, yep. you know, 10 years ago, video games weren't a thing that people bought to make money on. You yep. know, so it's not collectors you're competing with. You're competing with everyone today. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, our local flea market is like a free a feeding ground for these guys because <laughs> everyone there's resellers. They're so rare. It is so hard to even get a table like... I'm going to resell at the flea market. I try to do it once a quarter. It's been about six months. Well, it's been since last June, actually, since I sold at the flea market, right? So I'm going to go. I tried to go a few weeks ago, but if you're not there between four and five in the morning, you can't even get a table because all the sharks are there. They've already set up. They set stuff on it, and then they sleep in their vehicle until sunup. And it's just like, it's ridiculous. It's very hard to get there. And everybody there is out doing the same thing. Like the video I posted today, um, yeah this is uh i don't know this is live so yeah if anyone's watching right now uh if you go to resident daryl's youtube the video i posted today it's some of the sharks and some of the resellers the store was open for 15 minutes and they had like four giant trash cans filled with all the dvds cds and, and and video games and what happens is they only let five people in at a time so these guys get to the Goodwill bins, to the different stores. They get there four or five hours before they open. They set up their little their little chair. They sleep in their vehicles. They sleep in their chair, whatever. And when those doors open, they make it in. And they just grab things by the arm load and they stick it. Like I was there yesterday. What's today? Thursday? Yeah, I was there yesterday with my dad. Dudes were stealing out of each other's baskets. This guy's had freaking pristine looking PSP movies, right? And I didn't see any games, but I saw movies pristine condition i'm like hey man i'll buy that off of you before we even go check out like i'm gonna pay for it twice I, he's like i don't know i'm gonna charge for you no i'm like you don't even know what it is 
you just know it's a game or it looks like a game. So you, you <laughs> freaking grabbed it. Another thing I've seen people do is, uh, this is just from YouTube because it's not like this over here, but I've seen, say they see video games and they don't know what they are. They'll grab every single one. They'll go over to the corner, scan every single one, take all the expensive ones, throw all the cheap ones back. Yep. Dude, the prices at Goodwills and thrift stores are doubling now on video games. Like they have, they're selling, like there's, there's this one store that's, it's only been open for like a year or two near me. That's Goodwill. And it's in a town with money. So all the resellers flooded the market and everyone's filming. I mean, I can't make fun because I'm doing it now too. And I'm totally a poser because I'm the, I got less followers than all of them. Right. But all these YouTubers show up and they're filming themselves shopping at Goodwill and all their titles are clickbait. Look at me making a hundred thousand dollars a year shopping at Goodwill. And Goodwill is mortgage. yeah, yeah. It's like man and wife, you know, there's the, the bearded thrift machine. He's in a, he's a, couple hours over from me, but he's got two channels. I mean, the dude's got about, a, he's got 70,000 subscribers between the two of them. And it's like husband and wife quit their jobs and shop on eBay for a living. I'm like, I mean, shop on uh, a Goodwill. And here's the thing. Goodwill starting to go up on stuff. So now I go across town I hit my normal little trail and in games that used to be two and $3 a piece or eight bucks. I'm like, dude, you're trying to sell me this Wii shovelware for $8. Because it's a game. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they don't. They don't. They don't know the shit. So they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna slap that price tag on mm-hmm. everything. So you know, end up with the, end up with the. I don't know. iPad for fucking you know yeah. ten bucks, eight bucks, yeah. and it's like what the, they, they're just they're just hoping someone will buy it and they're just throwing it up on the shelf and. Yep. Eh, it's Man, it's a lot of the time someone probably will thinking oh. It's an eight dollar game. I can probably sell it for twenty. Must be expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they get some people on their net. And also, Goodwill is also taking a lot of their stuff, and they they ex- Goodwill has a lo- online store, mm-hmm. and they a lot of these Goodwills have standing orders to take any video games that they get and ship them back out to corporate. And it's yep. just it's bullshit. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of killed hunting in the wild. And but you know, it is what it is. You know, this is the way shit's going now. I hear that a lot. Everyone has the internet. Yeah. I hear that a lot, Will, and I want to push back a little bit. Now, I can't right. speak. I can't speak for your area. I can't speak for Figsy's area. I can't speak for my co-host area. You know, I got one guy in New Jersey, one guy in um, Missouri, and they tell me all the time, like, "Dude, it's dried up." I'm like, "Look, dude, the deals are still out there. You just got to look harder now. Yeah, like you just got to push a little harder. And, and maybe you can, maybe you can't. But what I've learned is just like any industry, just like anything else, just like YouTube, just like podcasting, just like the mortgage business, consistency is key. And if you just keep on trucking, you're going to find haunting ground for 10 bucks. Sure. You got to look at some old man wiener to get it, (laughs) but but you're going to get it. It's going to happen. I refuse to buy that game at a hundred to $300 each. And I freaking found it for $10. Daryl, you are infinitely positive. <laughs> I agree with you, Daryl. Like people say to me, like, how do you find this stuff? And I, it, like I, just say, gotta... I, I go out five times a week, every week. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time I go into a shop, I walk out empty-handed because I was in there a couple of days ago and they've got nothing new in. Yeah. But I do that because you know when the stock comes in, you know the new stock. Mm-hmm. So you're only looking at the good stuff. You know, it gives you an idea of okay, this is the stuff to buy. This is the stuff to avoid, and you, you get the deals doing that. Yeah, my employers aren't watching, so I could say it. Yeah, I spend probably seventy five percent of my day at work just hunting for games. Just, 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 <laughs> looking, 
Yeah, you know, people sleep on people. You know, people sleep on Amazon. There are still good. There's still deals. Mm-hmm. The de- Amazon still has good deals, and they got shit. Uh, okay, Amazon, yeah. Craigslist. So look on Craigslist. Offer up is my favorite. Uh, Facebook, like uh, they, 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 they've uh, they've lost ranking a little bit, but you know yeah. there's shit still out there. And uh, you're right, you got to hunt. And uh, if you hunt long enough and hard enough, you will you mm-hmm. will come up on a deal. And but uh, you know, there's also a lot of uh. A lot of fucking shitheads out. Well, dude, let me ask you you this, Daryl. Has this ever happened to you? You fucking you you set up a deal. Oh, you you find you find a fucking prize. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's on Facebook. Oh, great. Yeah, you message them. They're like, yeah, yeah, come on over. Then you show up, and they're like, "Uh, I guess someone is willing to offer more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or uh, I've already sold it to someone who offered Mm -hmm. more. It's uh, there's unscrupulous people out there. These people, you know, they don't. They don't honor the deal. That's right. You know? And uh, that's right. And the, those are the sharks I'm talking about. Those are the sharks that infest the mm-hmm. waters I fucking live in. I live in a bigger, big, t- I'm in, uh, I'm in Mesa, Arizona, the Phoenix metro area. So we got Phoenix, mm-hmm. Mesa, Scottsdale, Tempe, Glendale, all the whole shit. And uh, it's the, it's the through it. Yeah, it is. You're exactly right. I mean, I don't know what, what, there, are you in a big town? I mean, how big is your city? Are you in a, <laughs> no, I'm out, I'm outside of Columbia. Columbia, obviously the capital of South Carolina, but I mean, it's not, it's not Charlotte. It's not Atlanta. It's not, you know, it's not a huge place. Um, but I tend to do my stuff on the rim, you know, like you go into the city, my, the deals are slim. My opinion, the more people, the, the less, the less, in my opinion, opportunity you have. I stay on the outside, somewhere in between the suburbs and the city. We've got a few local flea markets. We've got flea markets, you know, within an hour or two. The largest flea market in the southeast is about two and a half hours from my house or whatever. So I've got options and I understand how they work. And I have, and I say this a lot in my videos, but like, and if it's going to, it's going to, someone's going to do it, you know, it's whatever. Everyone's out there giving away their secrets when they're filming. But like, I'll go out into the wild and I'll find a, stack of loose discs and i'm like i dollars to donuts there's a game in there somewhere <laughs> and it's like i'll I, uh, one of my videos i did a few months ago is like boom 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 bam found 12 video games playstation games xbox 360 games you know whatever sure they weren't in great condition sure they're not complete in box but you know what i didn't have a lot of them and it all it takes is one or two of those to resell and then now you've paid for the entire experience yeah that's uh, yeah. you know and it's like i do stuff like that and it's like you know, I might go several weeks where I didn't find anything of real value, but I'm still picking stuff up and I'm building up what I call my fodder box, which is a bin that I fill up with loose games and complete games that are doubles and triples or whatever. And then I'll eventually take it and I've got so little invested in it. I'll turn around and flip it as a lot. I'll trade it into a game store oh, for, yeah, I'll turn around and take like some of the Vita stuff. It's like, they're sitting on a shelf in a game store and they want 25, 30 bucks a, a game for it. Vita is not cheap. There's your cheapest game is going to maybe $15. If you can find a $10 game, you did for, good for a shovelware title. Yeah. Like, yeah. For something. Not as or something. Right. Right. <laughs> so for me, Vita is kind of like, that's the grill. That's what I'm always after. If I if I, I always say whenever I'm with my kids, cause we do all this stuff together. Um, it's like, Hey, you know, we, um, what are we looking for today? We're looking for Vita. We're looking for PSP. We're looking for PS3. And the kids will name out whatever crap they're looking for. So 
for me, it's like, I'll build, even if I don't buy Vita today, I'm building towards my next one because I'm going to continue to fill my box. And when I take my, when I take it into the stores, they're like, what are you looking to get for this? Because we know what you have. I'm like, Oh, I don't want I your want money. Vita stuff. I want your Vita stuff. And <laughs> they know it. They know when I call, they're like, Oh, Hey Daryl, I, I mean, I got any new Vita stuff in yet. That's all good. That's actually not why I called you. It is why I called you. <laughs> but so that's, that's what I do. I tend to just kind of like, I'm always hunting i'm always building and i'm always negotiating so that even when i go through the dry spell where it feels like there's just nothing available or all the sharks around me ate it all up because they do and i i see it all the time you know yeah it just kind of builds small. such such is the life of a filthy reseller <laughs> it is it's the worst it's the worst it was that quote in batman you either uh, live uh die hero or yeah. live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah yeah well, i think they're very similar daryl just this week i was in a um a Vinnie's, which is like a Goodwill, and I picked up Wii Sports for three dollars. I, I wouldn't usually grab it for three dollars, um, but I noticed it was really heavy. I had a look inside, and there was four discs inside. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't even look at that. I'm like, if it's four copies of Wii Sports, that's a win. I got home, and it was two Wii Sports Resort, and there was the Wii Sports Resort Wii Sports Double Pack that goes for like fifty dollars. The disc, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, these four discs are going to pay for future purchases, which is awesome. We'll pay a bill. There you go, and see. And that's that's the way I look at it. And even if like I bought I bought six games off a lady this past weekend, um, or excuse me, Wednesday, yesterday, yesterday morning. It feels like it's been a week. I bought six games off of her. And the thing is this, she's cut me some deals in the past. She doesn't really have a lot of games, and the ones she had were all sports games. I was like, What do you do for the stack? She gets six bucks. And I was like, six dollars, six games, whatever. I owned all of them. They're all just going to sit in that box. You know, every now and again, I'll pop it open, just like you said, and she'll have one or two in there that you didn't realize. It. Hey, that Ooh. is what it is. And uh, this this time it didn't happen, but I was like, you know what? Those six are going to sit in that bin. And when that bin's full, that bin weighs more in trade than it does in actual value. And, uh, you know, I, I do love whenever you go pick something up that you're like, I wouldn't normally buy that, but there's something else in it. Those are the best. You throw me to another store I had this week. There's another shop I go to and every video game, they sell for $8 each. doesn't matter what the game is. So you can imagine their stock is all mm-hmm. $1 games, all $8 each. So I rarely look at them. But this week I was in there and they had uh, The Suffering on PS2. I'm like, oh, that's a $30 game, $8 price tag. It's like, sweet. This is why I'm going to keep looking. That's at right. That's right. Hey, guys, on this podcast, we like to run a few different segments. Uh, one of those segments is Memes with Will. So let's get into some meme time, guys. Oh, you got, you got, did you have the graphic? Oh, look at that. There's a new graphic. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> do we got the music? I think we do. Uh-oh. It's meme time. It's meme time. That's the music, dude. The other one. You didn't send me it. But... <laughs> that DK oldie shirt is gold. Yeah, that's not that's not me, dude. That's that's uh, Joey with my head slapped on top. You need what you need to do, guys. Merch idea. You get the DK Oldies font, DK Oldies everything, but the PlayStation Collectors podcast. PC I'm on it. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a little blind, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real close to the camera. Don't get excited, guys. Uh, when your that's game you is will. loading, <laughs> when your game is loading, and you see your reflection in the TV. 100 percent there's one that's so funny i seen a meme the other day and this guy was playing like an action game and he's like i'm the baddest character ever and then it flashed to a scream of him like in his underpants (laughs) Uh... (laughs) 
This one's fun. Uh, hey, Harry, uh, did you hear about the Harry Potter get? Uh, I'm a grown ass man, Pete. Why the fuck would I care? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna piss on everybody's little uh, Harry Potter. You got you got this game, didn't you, Pigsy? It's one of the best RPGs I've ever played. <laughs> I'm 30, 35 hours in. I hear it's great. Fantastic. I hear it's great. This if you're one, an RPG uh, fan, pick it up. I cannot say anymore. This one's gonna this one's gonna hit home with a couple of people. Uh, in fact, our last guest, uh, a couple of, a couple a couple of shows back, Sean Powers. Um, I bought a new sealed game. You're keeping it sealed, right? <laughs> yeah, you're keeping it sealed, right? <laughs> Dude, I had a trade deal set up with a guy in one of the PlayStation or PSP and PS Vita collector groups. Yeah, and he was like, he had like showed off like eight or nine loose Vita cartridges, you know, Metal Gear Solid, Need for Speed. I, I already had everything. But I'm like, hey, doubles and triples, quadruples, sure. And so uh, I was like, hey, man, are you interested in sealed games? Because I've got, I don't know, about 75-ish sealed games. Some of them I already have, the you know, the complete box copy. But I got the sealed versions, and I got them for very, very cheap. And I know that some people like them. And we had set up a trade deal, and, you know, and then he was like, uh, I, "I like I like to play my games. I'm actually not really interested in your sealed stuff anymore." Like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Uh, Thanks I, for wasting I, my time. <laughs> I got a lot of sealed stuff. I'm uh, uh, this. Uh, if you, I don't know if you're uh, even heard, uh, Daryl, but um, supposedly uh, p- posting up your uh, PS5 vertically is uh, can be hazardous to its health. So. There you go. Them arguing if a PS5 should be placed vertically or horizontally, uh, me and intellectual. That's going to kill it. Just a, it's just a, that's just a dickhead who didn't have room for it. Sounds everybody, right. everybody with these uh, cube organizers, because there's a million of them out there, and, you know, with all, their, with all the different consoles. Oh, look at how look at great it looks. And here comes uh, a PS5 just fucking up your. I show. did that, dude. I had uh, it, when I first set this room up, I had two eight cubes consoles in there, lights on the back. I'm like, oh. This is so sexy. PS5 comes in and I can't put it on top because it, it blocks the view of the TV too. So I'm like, well, I got rid of them completely. I got two different types of shelves in there. Gotta, I've hidden mine behind the monitors because yeah. you got to put it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the game graders and resellers. Uh, affordable game collecting <laughs> hobby. Why would DK oldies do this? <laughs> so funny. DK <laughs> DK Oldies is killing video game collecting. Dude, they are so funny because I kept seeing advertisements for them. I'm like, who's DK Oldies? They're probably just an overpriced reseller. No big deal. And then I started seeing these YouTube videos pop up. I bought a $320 refurbished PS1 from DK Oldies. Did I get ripped off? I'm just like, what? <laughs> and then just seeing these videos popping up over and over and over, people so paying three and four hundred dollars it's low-hanging fruit it's low-hanging youtube it's, fruit dude it's make beautiful. yourself a dk oldies video we both you guys should make one you know, the dk oldies right. are digging the in, barrel they're, they're like replying to these videos like yeah. saying how they were in the right so bad that's a really good idea i didn't even consider doing one myself <laughs> low-hanging fruit all right here's what here's here's uh here's what i made on super bowl sunday this sounds for you jesus that's and then right. Jesus is watching the PlayStation Collectors podcast. That is amazing. That's so funny. There you go. So that's awesome. All right. Well, I'll, uh, you got any more memes? Oh, I got a couple. One. This 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 one okay. should hurt. This one should should punch you right in the gut since you mentioned it earlier. 
and oh, swear yeah. jar <laughs> and then telling people about variants when I wasn't asked jar. Uh, I saw that earlier. That's so funny. That's so funny because that hits twice because as a comic book collector who's kind of gotten away from comic books, dude, those variants, oh my gosh. All right, one more, one more, and then we'll call it a night on, uh, on this. Uh, this one's this one's care of Figsy. I named Microsoft after my wiener. Changed my mind. I just thought it was poor Bill Gates. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this uh, week's, uh, this, yeah, this week's uh, installment of uh, Meantime. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's Meantime. Fuck that guy on the sh- on the camera. That guy needs shave. <laughs> Anyway, Amari makes a reappearance. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Amari's back. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Amari, uh, next subject, um, next segment, uh, we do like here on the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. We like to assign our uh, uh, guest homework, and Figsy and I do as it, do it as well. Uh, tonight's uh, homework, or this, it was uh, bring on a game or games. That you purchased based, yeah. There we go. There's the graphic. It's like such high production value here on the PlayStation <laughs> Podcasters Network. Uh, but no, today's tonight's assignment bring on or show us a game that uh, was in that you purchased based on an influencer's uh, suggestion. And uh, is the game good or is it crap? So, uh, who's gonna go first? Um, who wants to show off what fix it? You go first. You only got okay, one game, so let's, let's see what you got. So when I first started collecting PS3 games, I jumped on YouTube and typed in rare PS3 games. This is back in 2015, and I clicked on a YouTuber by the name of Michael Young, and he had like four or five videos out there. I definitely wrote down most of the titles, but the first one that really stood out to me was 3D.GameHeroes, so I bought this on the back of a YouTuber going, this game's going to be one to pick up, and I would say he's right because it has become pretty expensive from that day um it's a pretty awesome game it's an atlas title so um yeah this one was yeah. influenced by an influencer for me to pick up that's awesome how, how much is that uh does the australian copy go for uh, about 150 these days it's 150 bucks over here you're most likely to find an american copy rather than finding an australian copy jeez my God, 150. That's what, like, uh, but that's probably only 100 American, and that's about what it goes for over there. So, no, actually, that thing's dropped. It's about 50 bucks over here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, we're all I well, personally like, sold copies for like 180 back in 2020 when this was peaking, COVID time. Like, most, uh, most PS3 people just sitting on their collections, just waiting for that store to close once again for shit to go crazy again. <laughs> I don't want it to close. But as a reseller, I wanted to close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I, you know, it's like, oh, I love the console, I love the games. I don't want to go, but I want to get rid of this shit because uh, I moved on to PS4 now. But this is just on this. I was chatting to someone this week, and if you actually look on the PS3 store today, there's not many games available. But no one really cares until Sony makes mm-hmm. an announcement. So people really aren't going on there buying digital games. It's just speculators thinking, oh. Because the store is closing, prices are going to go up. Better buy everything. Yep, that means exactly what's happening. You know, history tends to repeat itself. When last time when the store closed, shit went crazy, and uh, it's, uh, I'm going to assume it's going to happen again. So, hundred percent is it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Will are you going? Are you going show and tell next? 
Oh, no, you go. You go ahead. Uh, you go next. I, okay. I, I went. I went first on the coins, so it's your turn. <laughs> All right. So I had immediately when you asked me, I had three games pop in my head. Um, two content creators that used to be together and now are separate. Uh, I'm sure you guys, as PlayStation collectors, are familiar with Podcast Beyond. Uh, that you that became PS. I love you, and then now there's the kind of funny games, and then there's Sacred Symbols. So, I don't know. I don't know. Really, that yeah. is. Very interesting. So uh, IGN used to host a PlayStation podcast called Podcast Beyond. That's what got me into podcasting to begin with. It was Colin Moriarty and um, Game Over Greggy. Those guys together would do, um, you know, this PlayStation show. And it was, I got in about the time that the PlayStation Network went down or shortly after the PlayStation Network went down. And these guys were making hilarious content talking about PlayStation games. And I followed them for years and years and years. I'm not a huge fan of game over Greggy, Greg Miller, but he always talked about Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, saying that was the best Metal Gear game. I've never played it, and I'm a huge PSP fan, huge PS Vita fan, but I just never played it. So I picked up uh, Peace Walker, and what little bit I've played, I've never finished it, was really cool, okay? Arguably, I'm like, I see where the Metal Gear Solid 5 stuff came from, a lot of that influence and everything. So that was a pretty cool game. One of my pickups this week just so happened to be the limited edition oh. of Peace Walker. Oh, that's nice. Dude, it is so awesome. So I own the game, right? This one, and then the uh yeah, the the extra stuff still sealed. Now the game isn't sealed, but it's complete. And man, I'm telling you, this was such a beautiful find. These are selling about a hundred dollars here in the states, Jesus. um, right now. Uh, but I picked this up this week. This, as it stands right now, will not go in my resale pile. PSP and Vita, and currently PS3, unless it's doubles or triples, are kind of off limits. There are some exceptions to the rules depending on the day. <laughs> but right now, <laughs> this is one. And I picked up I picked up a copy this week. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to do that. I was just gonna pull this is my PSP and Vita shelf and then Resident Evil stuff at the top. Um, everything else is down in my basement, but these I keep close to me, you know, so I can make sure I keep them safe. And I <laughs> I just was gonna pull one off the shelf and go with that. I ended up picking this up this week. I'm super excited to have this. Awesome, nice. Congrats. Hey man. Is just one just the one game for you? I can I got two more if you'll if I can share. Yeah, them. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay, yeah. so all right, the other ones would be so that would be a Greg Miller. Okay, It'd be the influencer that that suggested that one. Now the other ones would be Colin Moriarty. Um, one of them would be Persona for Golden. I can't wait for the PS4 version of that to come out. Now I know, right? So now one of the guys on the show. Um, Ryan Clements, he always talked about Persona, always talked about how like that was like the thing, right? Now, Colin being such a Vita fan was really one of the reasons why I went, I guess, this a step farther as far as checking out new things. So uh, even though he was kind of like the catalyst to get to this, he never really said you should play this game up until recently. He just, I mean, like very recently he played this one. This was one of those things because of that show and the other co-host, Ryan, that's why I picked it up. And then the, yeah, because of Colin, always talking about Monokuma and the Danganronpa series, 
I picked up now I'm only going to, I only have the Japanese versions to show right now, but I've got, like I said earlier, the Danganronpa, um, they're in Japanese, so you can't read them, but the Danganronpa, you know, one, two, three ultra despair girls. So those are games I picked up persona, not really my jam. That is like a really deep into the weeds RPG, you know, like you <laughs> just a little bit. I have, I played it for a little while and it's I don't much have, me, it's, it is too, it was too, too, a bridge too far for me. This is almost filled with Vita, uh, loose Vita and oh, switch, damn. switch too. It's not just, just Vita, but, um, uh, uh, and then, um, uh, as far as the Danganronpa games go, you know, Colin Moriarty always talked about how great that those games were. They're visual novel murder mystery games. And I've played the first one. Haven't finished it. That's another one. That's just, uh, they're cool. And I bought them off of those three guys together on play on podcast beyond. I bought all those games because of their you know, encouraging and, and just pushing how much they love those games. But, I've never finished any of them. They're good. <laughs> Don't feel they're, bad. They're just not for me, you know? Like, they're games that I can play for a little while and I can enjoy it. It's, there's, I can understand why you would like it, but they just don't – they're not my style of games. Persona so. is not a game you can finish in 15, 20 hours. Yeah, or no. 15, 20 minutes. I like those games. I was talking to AJ uh, – AJ from the chat. Um, I was talking to AJ yesterday, and uh, yeah, you know, you put an hour into a game, and they're like, uh, and you move on to the next one. <laughs> I got about I got about an hour into every single one of my RPGs, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. put an hour I'm like, in. I'm like, and, uh, oh, you've made a character in every one. game, and that's about it. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> about all. Quest. All right. Well, um, I got a couple games. Um, this first game. Uh, is an influencer? I don't know. Uh, it, was, it was actually a recent ho- uh, recent guest we had. This was influenced. This person's influenced by uh, Sean Powers. Um, he Sean Powers uh, was showing off his uh, Barbie uh, glam glamour pups bullshit game. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? There, there's got to be something to this. So I went out and I got myself. Uh, what is this? Mary uh, King Ashley, Ashley <laughs> Sweet Sixteen License to Drive. Man cards. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this just is, in uh, case it goes up to like a thousand dollars one day. Right? I'm kidding. I didn't go out and get this. This is my girlfriend's. So. Yeah, yeah, I bought mine for my daughter. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's the go. Can you wrap that one? It's gonna be a present. Yeah. <laughs> Another game. Yeah, this isn't from uh, any YouTube influencer per se, but a uh, big influence on my life. And that's my uh, daughter. My um, my she's eighteen now. Yeah, she she fucking moved out. She turned eighteen and she she took off. Man. She went to Louisiana. She lives in New Orleans now. This is this is uh uh yeah Amori. <laughs> I've talked about this plenty of times on the show. Seriously, this is from my daughter. My daughter influenced this one. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. Never no, no shit about these guy about this game. But uh, yeah, Amori. Uh, it's it's a, it's a meme on the show. There you go. If well, anyone in chat point. bought this game based on Will's recommendation, <laughs> please let us know. It's dropping <laughs> hey, March thirty first. Is dropping in Powell region, so uh, be be uh, be on the lookout. Oh, that is so funny. That's now so funny. Uh, this uh, this is a horror game. Uh, I don't know if you know about this one, Daryl, or not, but uh, this one I actually picked up on a, a real book. This was uh, Reggie. Uh, you guys know Reggie. He's one of uh, one of the um, Metal Jesus crew cohorts. Uh, the most level-headed one, in my opinion. Guys, guy knows his shit. Uh, I bought this uh, Tormented Souls. Have you played That's this, cool. Daryl? 
I have played a little bit of it, and I own two copies of it. I think I have two the PS. <laughs> well, okay, three copies. I had the PS4, PS5, and the digital copy. Oh shit! There you go. Well, anyway, Tormented Souls. Um, yeah, this uh, right there. PS5 upgrade available. It's right there on the cover. Um, <laughs> My God. I said I have six copies of Amari due to Will. <laughs> Dude, that is a straight lie. <laughs> it's not. He brought him on the show, remember? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Dude, I feel like I need to go buy this game now because... <laughs> you don't You don't have this game? No, I, I don't. But it sounds like I need to get it because you're going to be the guy that drives the price of this game through the roof. I've been trying to, but it's not working, <laughs> goddammit. It's been stuck at 30 Thirty dollars since I fucking picked it up. <laughs> but uh, oh my god! Anyway, but no, uh, this game—it's supposed to be. A, oh, I dropped it. This is supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> He's got to buy another copy now. This is. Uh, it's a. Um, I, I would say it's an homage to the Resident Evil type yes. games. Yes. Um, you know, it's uh, it's fun. I like it. I dig it. I, I put about an hour. No, <laughs> I, about I, I put about two hours into this, and uh, I've been following a. Um, tutorial but yeah it's a good game and uh yeah reggie wasn't wrong i i I enjoy this very much uh and uh this is one game now this next game it's actually a reverse game because uh i got this game i was after this game i found this game i grabbed it and then i saw figsy threw it on his channel so i'm pretty sure figsy has a camera in my home somewhere and that's his uh kill lock kill if uh if you um it's um, what's what's for you? Muso, yeah. Is that the is that the term? Yeah, it's like, like a Dynasty Warrior style game. Yeah, you versus a million motherfuckers and just oh, uh, fucking them up. Um, this is a reverse uh uh influence game because I I got this before Vigzy and then he featured it on his channel and I was like that motherfucker he's been spying on me. So there, there you, you go. go. I I yeah. never remember seeing it before I bought it. I I just remember seeing it going. I've never seen this before and it's cheap. <laughs> Ticks all my boxes. I passed on that. I think I had someone in the local trying to sell it for 20 or 30 bucks. And I was just like, uh, maybe I'll pick it up someday. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird anime. It's a weird video game. It's basically uh fashion based. So imagine, imagine a bunch I'm of fucking fashionistas uh, fighting each other uh, over and uh, instead of, uh, I don't know, instead of mecha fucking armor and shit, you got fucking, uh, oh, this shit's more fashionable. It's going to fucking beat the shit out of your fucking shit. So there you go. I got so, my uh, Louis Vuitton attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Louis Vuitton fucking, you know, up does your, I don't know, whatever. Go. I don't, I don't know what to think about fashion, but anyway, there you go. So yeah, those are my games. That's awesome. That's super cool. <laughs> so I, I, it's funny. Um, someone had posted a picture in one of the groups earlier of Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. <laughs> that and, was, that's my friend, Jamie Parks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. So we, we did this, this bit on our show years ago. And what we used to do was we used to be associated with this website called ProvenGamer.com. That's how we got picked up. Uh, my, our third ever podcast that we ever released, we released on SoundCloud. Um, the name of our show used to be Remember the Loot is an homage to my band. And it was me and some old bandmates and we would play video games and we would stream on this website. Right. So they picked us up because I platinumed Hannah Montana and I told everybody I got it for my daughter and we platinumed it together. Right. So the guy that owns the website heard that on a thing. He's like, dude, you guys want to like stream and, 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 do, do stuff with us for provinggamer.com. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. This is great. 
Proven Gamer is a very small gaming website. You know, they basically own it so he could do his Trophy Horse podcast. Great there dude. Is. Yeah, good buddy of mine. Uh, his name's Mike Miller. We call him Tricky Mick. That's his gamer tag. Great guy. So, so we hooked up with Proven Gamer, and I started streaming and doing stuff for them. So one, we're like, all right, community, loot ro- or uh, remember the loot community. What do you want to see us play? And we put a poll out there. And it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time, um, Golden Axe, uh, Resident Evil. So I don't know, whatever. But I forgot to close the poll to where you couldn't add options. So the drummer <laughs> of my band goes in there and he says, Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. And then everybody freaking jumped on there and voted for it. <laughs> and so my other co-host at the time, his name was Frosty. He was, he's, his comedic timing is brilliant. He's so funny. But when he's not funny, he's not funny. Like it is, it is a light switch. He's either hilarious or he's insufferable. Those yeah. that is the dynamic. And he was like, I'm not playing, I'm not playing Barbie. I'm not playing Barbie. I'm like, dude, that'd be hilarious. He's like, Well, we're not even gonna do that because Ninja Turtles is gonna win. And like, I don't even we don't even have Barbie. And I was like, Okay, sure, whatever. I'm not arguing with you. We'll play Ninja Turtles. So all day long, right? We're all we all work together at the same time, too. So we're going to play Ninja Turtles, TMNT, Turtles in Time. That's what we're playing. Me and the other co-hosts, we go to GameStop, and I bought Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. We hook everything up before he gets to the house, because at the time, we all came to the same place, and we streamed from the same place. So we got the Super Nintendo sitting there. He brings in Nintendo's, his, uh, his TMNT. We're like, oh, dude, let's go. And we turn the screen on. We start streaming as Barbie. He's like, what, what, is, what is this? What is this? And we're dying. We're laughing. We're live on Twitch, you know, on the Proven Gamer channel. We're going. He is freaking pissed. He's trying really hard to keep it together. It gets even better. About that time, I get a phone call. My, one of our supervisors from the warehouse we worked at at the time, this is before I became the boss of the warehouse, the operations manager. He goes on a date that day, gets kind of halfway three quarters way drunk and the date goes south so on the way home he decides he's going to stop at my house he calls me he's like hey stupid open your door and he's you know old enough to be our dad a little bit drunk freaking hilarious (laughs) so i'm like hang tight guys i gotta go we're streaming we got the lights on we got the camera going we got the game going and, and the chat's interacting it's like dude frosty's playing barbie and her sister's puppy rescue and the only human being in the world that can bully this guy the way I can walks in the door. I let him in. He's drunk. And he's like, goes and he sits down in my chair. And I watch my co-host turn just, just like white as a ghost. He's like, dude, this guy is going to make fun of me the rest of my life at the shop. I'm a grown freaking man playing Barbie in front of other grown freaking men. And this dude just came in here and the stuff coming out of his mouth was not PC. He's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Just going on. And then he started going on. He's like, you know what? I like to F Barbie. And then he just, just and so we ruined my co-host night, dude. We ruined it. It was like, it was so funny. So that was a Friday night. That's when we used to stream on Friday nights. Monday morning, we're all sitting at the table, me and all the supervisors, the owners of the company. We're having our Monday morning production meeting. This dude stops the meeting. He goes, hey, 
I bet y'all didn't know I got drunk and went to Daryl's house. Now, yeah, okay, <laughs> for the record, and I mentioned this before, I always try to be the good Christian boy. I am a, a, a believer, and I do try my best to behave. And none of these people had ever heard me swear. I, I haven't drank since I was a teenager. Like, I'm I'm pretty friggin' boring, okay? And this dude announced, I got drunk and went to Daryl's house. You know what these guys were doing? They were playing a Barbie game on camera for a bunch of grown men like, and when you say it out loud it sounds real questionable <laughs> and dude i was like just beat red embarrassed i'm like ah, i feel like i'm pretty i can go with the flow and i can roll with the punches and i can laugh and cut a joke and it's hard to get me i was crawling to the table oh, embarrassed. Man. i was like yeah, we were doing that, and I have no good. I can't explain to you people. We build weightlifting equipment for a living. We run a freaking fabrication warehouse. I can't explain to you guys what a video game even is, much less why I was playing. We were playing Barbie game. Meanwhile, you're like, God, I wish we just played teenage. <laughs> the joke's on me because I had to sit in front of a production meeting. I mean, like, and just the judgment, guys, the amount of, like, our office manager, I love her to death. I love her family. She's so good to us. She looked at me like, how could you? <laughs> it was it was awesome oh, until man. it wasn't. Then it was just like, I mean, yeah. I. I, I would probably be better off naked right now. Like that would have been no, a lot man. easier to deal with and my pants would have fallen down. Then it would have been to explain to these people in a professional why? setting why I'm playing Barbie. I don't know yeah. who was more embarrassed, you or Frosty. Well, at, the, <laughs> at the time it was him until it was me. So at the yeah. end of the day, who got the last laugh? My drunk supervisor who still brings it up from time to time. There's there's, there's a meme that goes right with that. You know, it shows some it shows some guy he's, he's buying a Barbie game or his Hannah Montana. I can't remember, but uh, and the the caption is. Oh man, you, the, the cashier says, "Oh, your, your daughter's gonna love that." Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, oh yeah, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for my daughter. <laughs> we had we had a I good time. That. When I go and buy kids games, I just jokingly say it's for the kids. I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Here, 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 here. Pro tip. Don't buy the games, all right? Just fucking avoid them. I don't care how rare, how special they are, how fucking, uh, you know, oh, my God, I'll never find this game again. Just pass it. Barbie. Door of the Explorer. Uh, freaking uh, uh, Mary Kate Nashley. Just pass it up. Just no. just, just keep, keep your man card intact. No. Pass it up. We got to normalize it, guys. We need to stand up and normalize grown men playing Barbie games. <laughs> Everything else is off. Everything else is normal now. Everything else. What was weird 10 years ago? What was unacceptable 20 years ago? That is front and center. So by God, if I don't have a Spotify section that says grown men playing Barbie, if I don't have an HBO Max section that says grown men Barbie appreciation month, then I won't stop until we get it. Yeah, you'll relate to this. In the trophy collecting scene, Especially like five years ago, there was a big stigma if you had the Hannah Montana Platinum. Oh, yeah. It's known oh, as the yeah. first like easy Platinum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you copped it a lot. I was there at that time, and that was the thing. So I got into trophy hunting around like 2012, 2013, uh, I think, something like that. But I was a big achievement hunter. So whenever the Xbox 360 came out, my brother and I, we had like this competition all the time. We had 
like who could 100% their games? That was the thing. If you 100%, if you beat your game, you had bragging rights, okay? We were all into the modded consoles, so modded PS2s, modded Xbox OGs. And then what we used to do is we would download all of it. We'd, we'd buy the really expensive 120-gig hard drive because that was huge back then. We would modify our consoles. We'd put in the mod chips. We'd do all that crap. And then we would download our games to the console. All right. We would, and then we would go to Blockbuster. We had the, we, every one of us, me and all my friends and my brother, all of us, we had the Blockbuster Flip It Pass. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but basically, yeah. would you, you pay one price for the month. Yeah. So we'll say 20 bucks. And then you could go check out two games from Blockbuster and you could swap those out as much as you wanted all month long. Oh, basically, nice. the game fly. Yeah. Right. So what we did was we would all go to my buddy's house. Everyone would go in at the same time. We'd go in a Blockbuster, and we would all pick out everything that just came out. We would go down the PS2 aisle, the PS Xbox aisle, everything. We would go back to his house, and we would put the disc in. We would let them burn to our to our hard drives, which took 30, 45 minutes a piece. Swap them out, go drop them off, and we'd spend the rest of the night gaming. Everyone just had – everyone owns every game now. I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. The video so, shop would be like, why are you swapping games so quickly? Oh, dude. They, no, they were in on it. Because so what happened was they would, they would say, oh, whenever Playboy came out on the Xbox, they set it on the counter. When Need for Speed Underground 2 came out, they put it under the counter. Whenever um, Halo, t- uh, Halo 2, I can't remember. Maybe we had, that was one of the first ones we did. We used XB Connect to do the modified maps, all that stuff. We were real deep into the weeds. When Raw 2 came out on the OG Xbox, right? The there's Raw and there's Raw 2. Amazing actual wrestling campaign, right? When those things came out, these guys would call us. They'd say, hey, man, you know, we got it for you. It's on the counter whenever you get there. We modded their consoles, too, so they were all in on it. So we had our crew. We'd go. We'd get those games. We'd, we'd burn them to our consoles. We'd play them. And if you didn't like them, you deleted it. You'd go get another game. We had everything. This was way before we were. We, you could just, you know, internet in the South has never been the best, you know? So like, <laughs> you know, we're rocking five twelves, you know, when we, when he, my buddy was the first one of us to ever get like cable internet. We all had dial up book. Anyways. So you had to go get the physical disc. Plus it was fun. So what we would do in our modded consoles is you could all, you could change the title. Right. So whenever you, know, I beat black on PlayStation two, or whatever. I would go in and change it and I put an asterisk beside it. So we would have all of our CRTs set up and we're scrolling down. And every time you modified the name, put the asterisk, that meant you beat it all. That was our platinum trophy back then. That's when cool. the Xbox when the Xbox 360 came out, that changed everything because we didn't mod nothing anymore. It was like, no, 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 we're going legit because we got to be able to connect to Xbox Live and get our achievements. Then, so that, I mean, dude, we were, we were savage. We were every, if you could get it in under eight hours, let's go get it. Let's go get it. Let's go get it. We would play everything to get all the achievements. And then when PlayStation launched trophy support, it was like, dude, we are, this is the best of both worlds. This is insane. The platinum trophy was the icing on the cake. It was like, you did it all. I haven't changed that much. So you remember back Xbox, then, Platinum Trophy oh, 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 was actually hard though. It's not anymore. So Xbox came out with achievements before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was like two years. 2006. Yep, 2006. Xbox launched with the achievement system. I think mm-hmm. Hexic or Hex something whatever was the first one that had it. And then you had um, in 2008, 2009 is when PlayStation did the trophy patch. Oh, late to the game, shit. They were. 
and it, it, they didn't patch out all the games. So games like um, SmackDown versus Raw 2007, I believe, doesn't have trophies, but it's got yeah, achievements. Full Oblivion, right? Um, legendary. Um, I think Clyde Barker's Jericho doesn't have trophies either. Lair, Str- Stranglehold, layer, yeah, stuff like that. There's a was, lot of games. Was it that big of a? You think that was a that helped Xbox anyway? You think that was a? Uh, I mean, it oh, took, I think it would have. Yeah, it, it, it took me. I mean, I went Xbox 360 was my main console until 2012 because of achievements. I mean, oh, yeah. I had a, I had a profile at the time with like 20,000 achievement points, which was a lot. You know, back then, before all these spam games and these sub eight hour games came out, and then now my current profile it's like one hundred thirty thousand. I end up losing one and started another. Um, but then with the trophies and stuff, I think I'm at sitting at like, which did this doesn't mean anything anymore because the game has changed so much. But I'm at like three hundred eighty platinums or something like that. So God damn. Well, <laughs> I used to follow it quite a lot, Daryl, especially with yeah. Hakum, the guy who yeah. was number one yeah. for like ten years. But it's different now, like. There's so many five-minute platinums out there mm-hmm. that it just doesn't really mean it doesn't what mean it anything. Yeah, uh, even buying an average yeah. game like the new Harry Potter game, it's an easy platinum. I remember buying a game back in the day, and platinums were hard. Like they you were. didn't just get the platinum; you had to go and do not just basic stuff. You had to go and do weird shit that you didn't yep. just do. And that and was the thing. Like that was always my case too. It was like, dude, the reason why trophies and achievements are the best is because it challenges you to play the games different. Now, sometimes they suck. You know, whenever you lock your platinum behind getting a bunch of multiplayer trophies and I didn't buy the game and the servers closed down. Now I'm locked out of getting like a uh, home front, the Xbox 360 PS3 game. I freaking love that game, but I got involved after the servers closed. I didn't know that game was as good as it was when I played it. I'm like, well, I can't get the platinum now, you know? So there's so many um, games like that. Not just that there's games out there that have, Glitch trophies and the developer mm-hmm. never patched it. Like Godzilla, um, on farming PS4. simulator something. I don't know one of them, but I didn't Pro realize Godzilla was like that too. Yeah. Pro tip: uh, Hentai versus Evil is a thirty-minute platinum. That's <laughs> so. what I heard. And I, I didn't they just change the name of that? Didn't they, or did they reskin it and put it out again with a different? Name? I, I got, a, I got a physical because you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a collector. <laughs> so, you know what I'm yeah, it's for, for my, it's for my kid, it's for my kid. Oh no, well, not, not that one, not that one. <laughs> no, no anti. Never look at my trophy list. You would cringe because <laughs> I've got almost a thousand games played, and most of them are at like one, two percent. Oh, dude, no, my, I'm just as bad. So. For me right now, I've got 1,154 games played on my main account. I do have an alternate account, but sometimes I'll go back and if like, like the Order 1886, I freaking love that game. I started an alternate account and went and platinumed it again just because I enjoyed it. Uh, same thing for like some of the Resident Evils. I'll just go do it again. Um, I've got my completion is 48.90%. That's, that's crazy to me. Mine's like 5%. <laughs> Dude, I'm t- I'm terrible, man. I'll I'll and the only reason mine's as high as it is is because of the spam games, the you know, the sub couple hour games. I've done a few of the really short ones. Sometimes they were for fun, sometimes they were for competitions. Cuz some of my some of the people that listen to our podcast, like we've got some of the biggest trophy hunters in the community that listen to our show. They interact with us, they're in our groups, they do stuff with us. So for some of them, they'll we'll do like these trophy competitions and it'll be you know, get X amount of this, do X amount of that. And it's like, man, sometimes the best way to achieve that goal or make that hit that tier is to knock out some of these spam games. Originally I started doing the spam and the Hannah Montana's and all that stuff because it was funny. And if I did that, then I got on the podcast. I was like, bro, I just platinum Hannah Montana. Oh, you're playing dark souls. 
cool story. You know, it's like ideas of platinum, <laughs> Green Lantern, and Megamind. And it was, it was Megamind. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Megamind. I, I tried. I was going to do that for the easy platinum. I got 20 minutes yes. in and went, I can't play this. I got the platinum. <laughs> I got the platinum. And, yeah. and that, was, that was the thing. It, but see, and now it's different now because it really, if you wanted a thousand platinums right now, you could go spend a hundred dollars on the store, get the stacks, you know, go to the Turkish store, get you some digital freaking Bitcoin set up. You can get your games for pennies. I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. The yeah, Turkish you know store has got the cheapest PSN. That's game. where it's at. It's crazy. It's brand new games for a fraction of the cost. All you have is a oh, 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 wait, wait. Are you talking about the fucking exchange rate? The fucking Turkish mm -hmm. fucking... Yeah. yeah. The currency is tanks, so you can buy fucking video games for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, just but, but you got to fucking put, put in, uh, you got to start an account with the, like Turkish, VPN, with the Turkish. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my yeah. god, we have a guy. So nuts. Um, on our podcast, we run year long events. Okay, we've got what we call the backlog beatdown. We had oh yeah, spread, the backlog beat. I wanted to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we have a spreadsheet that we have made every year. We change the rules up, but essentially it's a point based system, and we encourage everyone to beat games that came out at least from last year and back. Okay. So if you beat a game that came out in 2023, you get one point. If you 100% or you complete it, you know, get the platinum, you get an additional point. Okay. If it's 2022 or below, you get an additional point. So a total of three points because it's a backlog game. And we deem backlog based off the idea that it's, it didn't come out this year. That's this, that's our hard and fast rule. Now we do that. And now this year we went a step further to to pick 101 video games between the co-hosts that are that are bonus points. And for if you if you 100% a game that I pick, so like Resident Evil Five, right? You platinum that game, that's 10 points. You you get mega points for doing that. And so basically, what I did was I forced you to play whatever I like, and then I sit back and go, <laughs> I influenced them to play that. It's pretty cool. But we do a we have custom leaderboards on our. Uh, on our show that we read out each and every week we got a uh you know true trophies and true achievements and it's like hey all you got to do is create a profile on there you log in and set up your you link up your stuff with the leaderboards the loot bros podcast leaderboards and each week i'll read out the top five you know That's cool. it's just a way to give people a shout out for in participating in the show you know what i'm saying like and no uh, every trophy and achievement hunter wants to hear their name yeah, it's like, oh, look at me. My my e penis is so big because I got so many trophies this week. And look at the someone acknowledged my my e penis. I spent three hundred e hours. Penis is huge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we have guys that'll go knock out a thousand trophies in a week. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh my yeah. God. And then uh, and I, I really I've got like fifteen platinums, but they're all like hundred hour plus guys. There you so. go. So they're, they're, and that's cool. And so, so we do stuff like that. And so one of the guys in our group, he's interacted with us. He's been a guest on the show. He said, Hey, let's do a trophy rarity event. So now he runs another spreadsheet. He hosts the event. We just kind of, you know, we're the vehicle. We just re updates every week. And so, so now he goes, if you sign up for it, he's got a spreadsheet. He ties that in with PSN profiles and he'll do uh, a point-based system based on the rarity of the trophies you've earned. And trophies that you earned 10 years ago, they might change in value based on the amount of people who have started the game and completed the game. They could get more valuable. They could get less valuable. But he is the mastermind behind the Turkish store. He's the one that figured it out. I'm not saying he's the original person, but he's the one that told us about it. And so it's like, basically, 
our guys and our group, they're going to all the regions and they're buying the games and they're buying the stacks and they're doing the different versions and they're buying them super cheap. But he was the like, dude, if you get the VPN, you buy the digital currency and then you, you know, you set it up, you can buy brand new games for pennies on the dollar. And he's a freaking genius. Sorry. I've got a friend, Daryl, who's doing similar things, but he's going back on the Vita store and the PS free store and buying all these games that basically are becoming lost media and he's getting them, you know, with the Turkish prices, super cheap. Uh, I mentioned previously that, um, a lot of these games aren't on the PSN store at the moment. Well, this is from that guy who's in there buying them and he's looking for yeah. these games. So exactly. a lot of people out there and like, it's, it's really, they're getting into lost media because once these stores are gone, these games are gone. Forever. Are gone. Yep. Both you guys need to make a fucking Turkish fucking VPN hack video. That's fucking a fucking million dollars. <laughs> Look at he's a, he's the brains of the operation. I'm over here telling you things that I didn't even think about making videos. Of. I've heard about this before, but you know, but you, you think about it's it, a fucking that's 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 YouTube goals right there. Fucking shit, exploit this shit and buy a hundred dollar game for fifteen dollars. By like, the way, uh, Daryl, I'm stealing. Was it Epenis? E fucking, yeah. I, I'm trademarking that shit. That's <laughs> mine. It's not original I, to me. I just I just yeah. I just stole that. It is mine. Oh my gosh, that's fine. You, have, you totally have it. So it's so funny because we have guys in our group, man. I've got. I love our podcast community. It's not big. It's not. It's. It's never been huge, right? Um, but the, the people that we have that that is they are so loyal, and we have so much fun. We do all this stuff together. I don't have very many, if any, real friends <laughs> physically in the, in my area. <laughs> but I, I know, but I've got dudes that. I, yeah, I got dudes I talk to every day in New York and Missouri and New Jersey and Australia and the UK. As a matter of fact, uh, the same guy doing the trophy rarity event, he was the one that told me about the Turkish store. He and his family flew into the States to go to Disney World and do all the theme parks and stuff. I said, bro, I'm going to drive my family 10 hours down there. We're going to meet up. We did. We met up in the uh, Universal Studios. We did the Harry Potter Wizarding World together. Our families clicked together like we've been best friends our whole lives. Our sons, our daughters, our wives, everyone. It was, dude, you couldn't have wrote a better story. Me, we've had, we we all connected so well. It wasn't awkward at all. We never had the weird, like, okay, do we hang out more or not? It was a blast. (laughs) And so, like, our podcast community, we talk about games and we play a lot of games and we house a lot of different style gamers. There's the very casual people who pick up a, the, the average sports game, play some call of duty. And then there's your hardcore, you know, marketplace exploiters, your hardcore trophy <laughs> hunters. Marketplace exploiters. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's, fellows, you know, yeah, re- oh, absolutely. it's, it's a blast, dude. And I got to say, it's a lot of fun. And you learn so much, man. You learn so. I, I had no idea that like the you could go into the Turkish store and buy Vita games, but you know what? You can, and that is how these guys are doing things. And it's like you go into the store right now, like this Slim Pickens on the Vita store, a and b. There's no more discounts. Everything is what it is, and it, it's you know most of these games that I remember passing on for two and three bucks a piece on the normal sale. They're 40 bucks and that just is what it is. You want it, you better get it while you can, because if not, it's gone. 
wonder if Sony's picking up on it and going, look at these sales out of Turkey. They're through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> look at these. They're like popping American here. sales at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Turkish are fucking, the Turks love their fucking Venus shit. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Just on there, if there is anyone from Turkey watching, I hope everyone <laughs> we, the earthquake and everything. We, we get very few them. Turkish yeah. listeners uh, in our analytics, but I kind of wonder if it's the guys logged in their VPN still going, oh, man, I, technically this should have been a... Oh, that's funny. Uh, another little bit of love out of Turkey and the, the people that's in right. Syria after the and uh, Syria as well. Yeah. The earthquake, uh, like God bless. But anyway, um, this is, uh, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> so, two, this, two hours, fifteen minutes in, Daryl. It's been a blast. It hasn't felt like that long. Thanks, no, Hex, really for coming not. on the show. And Fucking guys, great if you're guest. watching, definitely check out Daryl's podcast. I will leave a link to it below. Heck yeah, man, Daryl. Spit out your uh, your 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 ads and where where can we find you? Where can these guys find you? Uh, so I am Resident Daryl on YouTube. That's where I do my game hunting and my reselling stuff like that. It's a hodgepodge between collecting and finding things that are resellable. And I don't know where I'm going with it. If I'm being honest, I, I the collector in me wants to buy games, find games, show you that I bought them for a dollar or two, and then keep them. But the hustler in me wants to sell them and to find other things. Now, I get a lot of write-ins right now, and I got a lot of people saying, hey, you should do other things in the wild than video games because you'd get a bigger audience. And that maybe, maybe, we'll see. I do a lot of stuff with my kids. So if the kids are into it, that's what we're going to do. We're doing YouTube right now because the kids are into it. Um, uh, I am in the band Ninja Loot. I wore one of our shirts tonight. Not by accident. Yeah, you know, I, I like to put it out there. Uh, yeah. We are a deathcore band, Christian heavy metal band. Lots of screaming, lots of heavy music. All the music in the YouTube and all the music on the Loot Bros podcast, which is my gaming podcast, all that stuff I wrote in some capacity. And this is one of the avenues in which I write music. So I've got some voice acting stuff going on right now. I'll be in a game and possibly two games that come out this year. What? Um, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm doing some music for one of them as well. So I'm really trying to get my feet wet in everything. Uh, again, like I said when I first started talking to you guys, the you know jack of all trades, the master of none. So I can't. I'm not an ADD person, but if you look at my body of work and the things that I do in life, you would think I'm the most spastic ADD person in the world. My the way I game, <laughs> the way I create, the the way I podcast, everything, and a lot of it is. This is what brings me joy. This is what makes me happy. So I just do it, you know, and I don't have to do anything in a major way. I can be the smallest podcaster on the internet, but I mean, get nights like tonight, make it so worth it. doesn't matter if I have a big audience. I can be the worst trophy hunter in the world. But when I got the Resident Evil 5 Platinum on PS3 and then I got it on PS4, I felt like I conquered the world. I was like, you know what? I love this. This is great. So that that's me. Uh, Ninja Loot. Loot Bros Podcast, Resident Daryl. That's up. All right, man. Great, great having you on. Oh, by the way, speaking of music, uh, big shout out to Joe Rad, uh, big friend of the, of the podcast. He helped out on the uh, updated version of uh, the theme song. We had to take the shit out of there because uh, YouTube was getting all antsy about there that. So um, he also did some backing vocals on the new ter- on the uh, on the uh, theme song. So. Uh, Give him You'll a hear shout. that on the way out, guys. Yeah, well, thanks sh- again, sh- Joe. Shout out to Joe Rad. So thanks a lot, Joe. Joe will be back on the show again soon, guys. So stay tuned for that. 
Daryl, it was a pleasure having you on. God bless yeah. America. God bless your freaking your your whatever amendment right it is to fucking bear arms. That's right. You. Number two, baby. <laughs> <laughs> number two protects number one. So always remember that. I Next show that. will not be Friday, will be the following Sunday, guys. So stay tuned for that. And we'll see you guys then. Heck Peace, yeah. everyone. Thanks, Bye. guys. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, PlayStation Collector's Podcast, welcome to the show. We got pixies, where we're gonna talk some smack, should I buy this game, where don't buy that, got special guest games and these two. Welcome to the show. 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 Oh. Welcome to the show.